going on, y'all? Uh, I'm back. I know it's been a minute since my last episode, but I'm back and better than ever. Got my new, my new friends, my new homies, Big Big Naz and Big Ant. Big Anthony, man. What's yeah, going on? Welcome to the show, uh, man. What up, Big J? Thanks for having us, dog. That intro was tough. I don't know about Yo, you, man, Ed, but I was rocking to that. I was like, ooh, ooh, ooh. For sure, man. It was tough. Hey, Jay, yes, sir. Really thankful to have us on, man. I'm so happy to be here. Yeah, man. We're, we're just like Drake said, we back. <laughs> From like the, that, that's on TSU, we yeah, back. Yeah. Facts, facts. <laughs> the famous words of DJ Khaled, another one. Another one. <laughs> word, that, word. That is DJ Khaled. So, so I've, man, I've heard that before. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, so how y'all feeling? How y'all feeling, man? I know, you know, school semester started, man. Like, bro, I've just been getting active out there. You know, we repping that Montclair State, you know, sir. hitting the radio station, you know, let me hear, you know, great opportunities this semester, fellas. Never thought I'd be doing this much. Yeah. So I'm assuming you're a junior, right, uh, Brandon? Uh, no, nah, man, I actually messed up a little bit. I'm a sophomore, 23 years old oh. sophomore, but, you know. Man, that's good, man. We grinding, we grinding. We grinding, we grinding. We grinding. And how about you, Ant? So you're a, uh, you're a sophomore, right? Sophomore, that's correct. Uh, I'm actually 19, so I'm four years younger than Brandon. Oof. But uh, Thanks for making me feel but, old. But, we, but we're the same year, Brandon. Don't worry, we're, we're Yo, graduating. You know what you like? Brandon, you actually remind me of that rapper, man. Um, Action Bronson, man. I've gotten that too. I've gotten the DJ Khaled. I've got the Action Bronson. You know, yeah. they ain't as good looking as this, though. You know, so it's all good, bro. Facts, you know what it is. I've heard Action Bronson sports takes. Right, he needs to leave the Knicks and the Mets at home already. Yeah, he's yeah he like he, I, I think I seen him at a wide fan, but I know he goes to the American Dream Mall. He goes there a lot and shops and shit. But let's get started, man. So uh, I guess the first first topic is the NBA. Uh, I know I know me and Brandon are big fans of the NBA. Uh, it's in, you know not 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 so much, but yeah. um, here and there I watch I watch playoffs. Huge NBA playoffs. is the most competitive league out there. I absolutely love it. I know you're shaking your head, but it's anybody's game this it's year, the and same I can't three wait. Three teams every year. It's not. It's not shenanigans. Shenanigans. It's two teams and the two swapping out teams and whoever yeah, the hell LeBron's playing every, for. The most competitive league <laughs> in, in the league every year. It's the you same know. two teams. Oh man, that's the exact yeah. opposite of most competitive league. I mean, I. I guess college basketball is more, you know, f more because like you don't know what's going to happen in college basketball. College and, I'm a big, I'm a big Duke fan. So I'm a Duke fan when it comes to basketball. So. And do you not watch college football? I love college football. Absolutely. So you're just like watching the Bama, Clemson, and a little bit of Ohio State game every year, which <laughs> is on the come up for the thing, first though. time in a while. But come on I, now, you watch for of course the college football playoff, but I watch Rutgers football. We oh, sorry yeah, to hear that. I'm so We've sorry been to terrible. hear. For seven years, we got Shiano back, and Here look that. at us. Look at us. We're, we're, we're back to where we were with Shiano. Yeah, I went to the game with, uh, with my homies last week. They played the Delaware. They smashed Delaware, man. Yeah, man. Yeah, well, I went to the Michigan State game, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, my friends, they got season tickets, so, like, one of my friends didn't go, so I, I was like, help. Shit. Fellas, I'm a U fan, you know. We just got our heads kicked in by freaking State. Michigan State can hold uh, it. But. Like when it comes to like uh, college football, I'm an Alabama fan. Road time, man. Road so time. sorry to hear that too. I cannot stand them bums. <laughs> Unbelievable. It's not even a program anymore. It's just an enterprise. <laughs> Word. It's, it's, it's the NFL yeah. Farm League. That's what it is. <laughs> yeah. So let's start with the NBA, man. Um, I knew we had a lot to talk about, man, for our first episode together as a, as a team. But 
uh, for the NBA, man. Like, so Brandon, what's your team? Like, who's your team, bro? Oh, man, I am. Uh, I'm a Lakers fan. Before LeBron, Kobe Bryant is the greatest player I've ever seen in my lifetime. I remember Michael Jordan when he was on the Washington Wizards. So, like, I probably would have liked Mike. I probably would have been a Bulls fan back in the day, to be honest with you. Mm-hmm. But Kobe being Bryant to this day, nobody played defense like that, and nobody was scoring like that. That man was just an assassin everywhere he went. I don't know anybody else that goes from a second option to a first option. Going from Pal- going from Shaq to Pau Gasol, still winning championships. It just speaks to the greatness. I agree. I mean, I'm a Laker fan too. I'm a uh, well, actually, I should be a Warriors fan because I was born in uh in in the Bay Area, California. So I should be, I should be, I should be a Warriors fan. But you know, like, you, I I agree with you. Like Kobe, like I was a Laker fan before LeBron came in. Kobe fan, like you know, the dynasty. Um, I, well, I was. T- like young to even watch them play. I was born '98, so you know. But I, I, I caught like the 2000s. Um, but yeah, I, I agree, man. So like, yeah, like LeBron, like AD. You know, you got Russ. Like, what do you think about the addition, man? The new additions, man. Man, I'm gonna be honest with you. I think they're going all the way this year, providing that they stay healthy. I know everybody is like, oh, they're too old. They're too old. But like. Listen, Anthony Davis is the best big man in the NBA today. All right, when healthy, I, nobody can guard him, man. He shoots threes. He has a solid post game. He is can legitimately guard one through five. I've seen him clamp up point guards. What big man is doing that? Nobody. LeBron James, still the best in the game today. Kevin Durant's right up there. I'd, I would say that Kevin Durant is a better scorer, absolutely. But in terms of all-around game, like this man, it, it, he's been – the greatest player uh, since 2010 in my eyes. After the, uh, I'm sorry, since 2012, I should say. That 2012 uh, Miami Heat run, he's been the best player in the league ever since. You know, consistency. There's names coming each going each year. Steph Curry, got to give him his props. I love watching the brother play, but LeBron James is an animal. And Russell Westbrook, we got another MVP. All right. And I know what you're going to say, Anthony, because you're shaking your head over here. Always oh, selfish. It's not going to work out. There's too much ego. Bro, LeBron already sat them down and they already figured it out. And then for when's the last time the Lakers had scoring off the bench for crying out loud? They got Melo, one of the greatest scorers of all time, at least 15 points. I can't remember the last time that they had it. We running it back, baby. Lakers championships all day. <laughs> and oh, what are you going to say about that, Anthony? I, I, I know you're wanting to say something, bro. <laughs> Brandon, 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 Mass. Get your bias out of here. Bias. That was the most biased opinion I've ever heard. Shenanigans. Let me tell you, tell you why the Lakers aren't going to win the, the whole thing this year. I love LeBron. He's great. He's still great. But he does not have the focus right now that he can take down the Brooklyn Nets. No chance. I, I mean, How dare I love, you? Russ is okay. Russ is Russ is still great too. AD's phenomenal, but like after those three, you you got Carmelo Anthony, like you said, coming off the bench. Carmelo Anthony's spot up shooter. It's All better than one. anybody the Nets have coming off the bench. Oh, so Marcus Aldridge, Marcus Aldridge coming off the bench. He got a heart Paul condition. Mil- Paul Millsap coming off the bench. Paul Millsap, good lord, help me! Uh, he's washed up, man. <laughs> I don't know if Paul Millsap is necessarily coming off the bench. 
Yeah. Okay. We had Patty Mills coming off the bench, man. Hall of uh, Famer Carmelo there. Anthony, future Hall of Famer Carmelo Anthony, Who compared to those bums. He's still scoring though. That's all that matters. It don't matter. He's gonna go up. He's gonna post up. He's gonna be hitting them little fades. You know, he's gonna be hitting them threes. He's still. I'd argue he's still. He top 10. He's still score. top 10 in ISO scoring today, man, for he's crying out loud. He ain't Kyrie. He's not Kyrie like, you know, but he's we are talking about one of the greatest scorers of all time, man. And his game's never been based on athleticism. He's always been athletic, but his game's always been primar- primarily the touching the skill, man. And that's so, so I'm not even worried about it. Get out of here. The Lakers three can actually be on the court at the same time because they all don't need the ball. There's legitimate. I like roll basketball, roll basketball. You know, everybody know your role. Everybody have your position. I'm not into this whole position, this stuff, because everybody's just trying to do too much. And the Lakers three are better together than the, uh, than the Nets three. And I'm going to say this right now. Kevin Durant is probably the best player out of all of them right now because LeBron James is a little old. LeBron is definitely number two. Mm-hmm. AD's number three. James Harden is four. Russell Westbrook is five. Kyrie Irving is six. We got the better three. We win in the championship. I, well, I can't wait for that uh, for that Christmas Day game, man. That's gonna be it's going that and there and Elliot's gonna be rocking that Staples Center's gonna be rocking. Absolutely, we're gonna be there for getting. What was that, AC? Then let me pull up a stat. Hit us with your stat. Harden, Durant, and Kyrie played in eight games together last year. In those eight games, they were six and two, and they were averaging 121 points yep. per game. So the fact that you're that's fine. Is- they played no defense. Hey, they played. They played no defense. They had the worst defensive rating as a team since they started keeping defensive statistics stats. You need defense to win championships. And you know what? Let's be honest. They got a couple of headaches over there. Kyrie is a bad man. But is he even going to show up half the year for crying out loud? James Harden is a bad man. I think he also got some injuries, a little injury history going on. KD got a little injury history going on. It's the same thing, man. I'm not. Yeah. I mean, I think they're all going to be on this floor. I think they're going to be healthy this year. If they are healthy, there's no one stopping them. You have the to Lakers. I mean, Lakers I feel like stopping them. I'm trying to. I'm, I'm, it's, it's hard to keep my bias out of here, but I feel like last year in the playoffs when we went off to the Phoenix Suns, I feel like the AD was completely healthy and LeBron was like, you know, because he had that groin injury throughout the season that kind of lingered him. I feel like we would have. I'm okay. Like, okay, for Chris Paul, me and Devin Booker, props to them. Um, but I feel like we would have like edged them, but AD like we like Vogel Frank Vogel didn't he was in a he's in a pickle like he was like gonna start AD that game because he was limping all game he shot that free throw and he was like ah holding his his groin but I feel like if they were all healthy that that game that playoff series I feel like they would have had the Suns but tops to the Suns for knocking them out but but LeBron I, I saw a report from Vogel LeBron was like slim. He looks good, like he'd always been. And, like, think about it. Like, like Brandon said earlier, like, Russ, like, I mean, obviously, I feel like the chemistry has to be there early, real early, get their chemistry. And even Carmelo was like, you know, we are wise. I mean, we might be older, but we are wiser. We we know how to win. We know how to lose. We, we, we know how to keep each other accountable for for what we do. Carmelo doesn't so, know, man. <laughs> <laughs> he, he has been on any winning teams, bro. <laughs> I mean, he won like, a national championship at Syracuse. Other than that, what does he want? 
completely different, completely different. We were talking about the pinnacle of basketball here. All right, how many guys do we see have great college careers and can never amount to anything in the NBA? It happens all the time. This is a completely different animal. And, Anthony, you said that LeBron wasn't going to be focused. Are you kidding me? He wasn't focused last year because he was like, I'm tired. I'm sick of doing all this shit on my, my bad. All this no, stuff on my own. <laughs> all right. He, he, I'm sick of doing this all by myself. I like. I finally get help in AD. He goes down. We already won a chip. Like, I'm tired. And you know what? I was very disappointed as him because I know if Kobe Bryant was out on that court, he would have still been killing it. And LeBron put up good numbers. LeBron put up good numbers. That's fine. But if you watch that game, you know he played like a bum. And he better than that. All right? We've already seen him at a higher standard. He was not trying. He was just trying to hit them stats to lower the criticism. But this year, dude, he's coming in. They're going to be – if they're healthy, they're old, I understand that. It's the only thing that I see them not winning. And you know what? Let's not forget about the Golden State Warriors. I, I, I agree with that statement. I think Golden the Golden State Warriors are going to be back to where they were. If Clay is, is not a dumbass and doesn't freaking uh, and doesn't play, pick up basketball for a season starts and hurts his ACL again, like, like I think last year he did some pickup games and worked out and hurt himself. So, yeah. but no, I, I agree. I agree. Like the Warriors are that's one of my that's one of my top. I would like to see how Wiseman develops. That's why. I want oh to yeah, Wiseman. Yeah, he got I, hurt. I, I forgot. I forgot. He's he's just gonna be like a body, you know. He's gonna grab them rebounds, get them blocks. But you know, we were talking about before KD. This was a bad team. This team is giving me um reminiscence of when they had Harrison Barnes, Andrew Wiggins, Harrison Barnes, basically the same player to me. Steph Curry is still the best point guard mm-hmm. in the game today. It's not even close, quite frankly. Clay Thompson, I, that's it's all going to come down to Clay. How's Clay going to do this? This guy is the second best shooting guard in the league today, behind James Harden. It's not even close. All right, Devin Booker's getting there. He's on his way up, but still, we're talking about the second greatest shooter of all time behind Steph Curry. They changed the game. They revolutionized the game, fellas. And if if the Lakers can beat them, I'm not even worried about Brooklyn. Yeah, I mean, like, so I think the Lakers play the Warriors, like, game one of the season. I think that's one of their the opening that's games. That's going to be a really fun game to watch. It's going to be a really fun game. Um, So, yeah, let me – like, so, uh, like, I want to get both y'all's reactions on the, like, the bubble, man. Like, so, like, what would y'all – like, did y'all like the bubble? Like, you think it was a different level of play because no crowd? Like, let me hear y'all's – I'll start with Anthony. Like, what was your reaction to the bubble, man? Like, well – when, during that COVID-19 lockdown and really the only sports we had was the last dance, I was just ready for some sports. And when the NBA finally announced that we were going to get a bubble, I was like, okay, you know what? If it means I get basketball, fine. Um, I mean, overall, I think the experience without fans probably wasn't the best for the players. I think I think they liked having the fans in the arena. And, of course, we love going to games. But the product in the bubble, I think the uh, those playoffs were some of the best playoffs – We've seen in a while. I mean, that Nuggets series with the Clippers. I think I mean, the Mavericks series with the Clippers. I'm sorry, Mavericks series with the Clippers. Um, he any Heat series with the Celtics. Like that, that, those series were phenomenal. So I think the bubble, the play really upped the game. I think with the fans not being there was a little bit, you know, not as what we wanted. But I think overall, I think the bubble was a very uh, successful operation. <laughs> Did you ever feel like did you were you worried that the season was gonna continue? Because like remember oh, when that game when the yeah. Bucks um didn't show up on the court and uh for uh the what happened in Milwaukee with the whole um the shooting that happened. Um which I mean Chris Paul was at the time was the head of the NBA player association at the time, and they all um got together and was like, listen, like 
forget basketball. This is an important situation. And they're going to cut the season short. But LeBron, they were like, yeah, if LeBron playing, we playing. But if Le- like, I think LeBron on the podcast was like, they're thinking about going back to L.A. and going back and just like, you know, forgetting about the whole thing. So, like, what was your reaction on that? You Like, were you worried on on the fact that, you know, they, they were not going to play? Um, when COVID started, I thought it wasn't a big deal, but you know, what happened to Gobert? Remember what Gobert did? He was talking on the mics and he was like, oh yeah, COVID's not a big deal. Yeah, I'm going to touch all the mics. And then he got COVID, like, what was it, two days later? Yeah, I, I think we all downplayed COVID and maybe when we, when the lockdown first started, I go, yeah, NBA's going to be back in a week and a half. It's not going to be a big deal. But then once the numbers started coming in, you were like, oh, I think, uh. This is more serious than we thought. So, yeah. so, so let me ask Brandon, then then I'll uh, ask you uh, both questions about um like because a lot of people were thinking that the that the Lakers winning the championship wasn't validated because of the bubble. So that's on a whole other debate. But Brandon, let me uh like get your reaction on the bubble, man. Like, what were your like? Did you like it? Did you? I'm I'm honestly biased. I'm out in my voice right now. How dare anybody knock whoever? won that bubble. That was the most fair playoffs I've ever seen in my life. You didn't have to deal with traveling. You didn't have to deal with hostile fan bases. Everybody was in the same vicinity. They could just chill, and all they had to worry about is basketball. Obviously, they're away from their fans a little – I'm sorry, um, their families, and I'm sure that was a little rough. But, like, at the end of the day, fellas, you're making millions of dollars to play a game, which is awesome. I, we all would have loved to have done that at some point, you know. um. But, you know, look at the Miami Heat, right? They're dogs, man, that year. They go through uh, Philly. They go through the Bucks. They had no business being in those games, you know. I don't know if that necessarily happens in a hostile environment, you know. Um, but, yeah, as for the bubble, I, I, I'm i not saying I like uh, the playoffs, um, I love fan interaction. I low-key, like, would think, hey, this is the destination. You know, this is where the playoffs are going to be, like, in this, like, city with multiple arenas. So this way players could just focus on it, like the Super Bowl. You know, um, make the playoffs like a thing. Like, hey, this round we're going to be here instead of just going back and forth to, like, the cities because, let's be honest, like, the jet lag can play a factor in messing with guys' games. I definitely agree, man, because like uh like in the fact that when they were in that um that the the bubble, like if like a star player on that team messes up and like goes outside the bubble, say like for instance, like Zion Williams uh, Williams, he well obviously he had a family issue to attend to, but like they're missing like practice, they're missing no training. They're um and uh, some reporters that were like that were in the bubble thought felt it was a weird, you know, because it was quiet. The atmosphere was weird because they were like, you know, but I feel like, you know, it, like, like, you're right. No one should knock off any championship. Yeah, it was weird because, you know, we're in COVID, whatever, like, there's no crowd. But I, I definitely agree with you. Like, the fact that no one should knock off, like, it was hard. The Lakers did it. They, they, they did it with no, no, uh, COVID 19 positives, I don't think, on the team. They they did a good job, and, and, and if, I, I think there was no positive test at all after the bubble. I think Adam Silver had a report saying that everything was was played out as planned. But yeah, like I, 
like like you said, Miami Heat, Phoenix Suns, like who knows, like with the crowds involved, who knows if they would have you know made that far. But they they were in the finals with the with the Lakers. So yeah, I definitely agree with you, man. I definitely agree. So like, do you think that uh um so let me see. So like, do you think that like um how do you feel about, about like this the five on five man? Just like it felt like it was five on five pickup. With the best players in the world, man. Like that's how I that's how I thought it was, man. Like I absolutely loved how you could hear everything. You know, if you would listen to the games without like the the substituted like noise with it. Yeah. Um, I absolutely loved the trash talking I was hearing going back and forth. It was raw basketball. It felt like it, it felt like a game down at any local park that has good basketball at it, like the Rucker parks of the world. Like that's what it felt like to me. You had the best of the best going at it and with no distractions, just mono e mono R5 year five. Let's get it. And that's the kind of basketball that I love, man. There's not that extra crap with it. You know, it's just, it was pure basketball. And what do you think, man? Yeah. It's just dogs being dogs, you know, going out there and just playing the game the way it's supposed to be played. I mean, I think those players, they missed their families when they were away. Like I've heard a lot of stories about those guys just being away from their families for so long. It's it sucked, but like what Brandon said, like the, the way we got to hear the game, we got to like enjoy the game just without any like distractions in the background, just to see five guys working as a team, just to drive, get a basket. It was just, it's something that we may never get to see again now that COVID's over. But uh, for the time that we did have it, I think it was very special. Yeah, I definitely agree. Like you make a good point. Like players had to sacrifice being away from their kids and you know families for that period of time, and and uh, like obviously family family matters. Um, family is important, and um, just like I don't know if y'all play five on five pickup and then pick up in like a gym, but like with there's no when there's no crowd, you have to like figure out your own source of like you know like energy. And like without no crowd, I like honestly, like you have the like, like, like the virtual crowd, but like you have to like feed on your own energy on both squads, and I feel like that's even hard to do. Like, but and, or like I saw a video on Instagram, it was like um, I think the Donovan Mitchell they were playing um, was it uh, I forget, I think it was the Celtics or something like that, and they were like at the hot tub, and they like yo, it was like yo, what up? Like I, I dropped forty on your head like the other day, like. <laughs> It was it was weird, yeah. But I, no, it was cool. It was cool. I was I was seeing a story. I think it was um, it was Jimmy Butler. I might have read it in like a Sports Illustrated art magazine once. Jimmy Butler was making like a coffee business in the middle of the bubble. Like he was like selling like coffee to like different NBA stars, and they were just like they were all like buying off him. He was like, you know what? I think I might make like a like a business model out of this. And he started actually like selling coffee after after the uh, after the bubble, and I was like, that's crazy. Like. He just went in there, like coffee, and just started making a business right in the middle of the bubble. Right, right. And then, like, um, like was it the year um, when uh, was that the year when um, the Denver Nuggets like lost to, or to the Clippers, right? Or that was the Clippers losing to the to uh, to Denver. Uh, was that yeah. when they were up three two? No, and then I think they... the Clippers the Clippers beat the Nuggets, and then the Mavericks beat the Clippers. Mm, That's mm. what it was, right? Yeah, yeah. So yeah, we got to talk about these bucks, man. Like I, I they're in my um my pot uh my ideas. So like we can't write off the bucks, man, because they're they're obviously they're champions. Um, so I mean with like with like Giannis, um obviously top off the Giannis, he did his thing. 
um, well-deserved ring. But, um, like, what do y'all feel? Like, do you think that the Bucks can, like, you know, do it again? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. Let me – I apologize if I go on a short little tangent right here. I, oh, go listen, ahead. Go ahead, bro. You, I, I heard everybody be like, like, oh, the bubble, it's that. This entire season was plagued with injuries. Are you freaking kidding me? This Bucks championship was the most least earned championship I've ever seen from a team. Giannis deserved every bit of it. Mike Budenholzer, bum. All right. Chris Middleton, streaky. Jeru Holiday, Play defense, man, but for crying out loud, get involved outside of defense. That team was garbage. I don't know how they won. If the Brooklyn Nets are healthy, we're talking about Brooklyn Nets championship right now. If the Lakers are healthy, we're talking about possibly them coming out of the West. It was just, get out of here, man. Nobody wants to hear that. I cannot believe we are sitting here saying the bubble didn't count but the freaking injury plague season after was completely fine. I've never seen so many giant names in basketball not play for stretches of time. Anthony Davis, best big get, best big man in the game, missed 40 or 42 games. I don't want to hear that crap, man. You you bring up a good point. Like, you know, it, like like everyone is trying to rush to the fact that, you know, Bubba wasn't wasn't a valid championship, but then we have an injury prone season where COVID had a big deal with that, you know, COVID, you know, not being with the team, not being able to be in the gyms because of protocols. And just like the, like we see that, like right now, like in the NFL, players are getting hurt. My boy Dobbins got hurt. <laughs> Don't even remind me. I'm, I'm still, no, no. Like, well, I'm, like, I'm a Ravens fan, but like, Edwards, man. but like, that's with like every sport, like every sport, because the COVID protocols, like, and like 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 you said, it tops off the Giannis. He, they deserve it, but like uh, we can't forget about like LeBron and AD and Harden um, and all these and players, key marquee players getting hurt. Um, but I want to say like for next season, I hope everyone is is fully healthy because of course. Um, but like so, you don't. So I mean, obviously, I feel like the Lakers are gonna get the championship. Not being biased, but I don't know, Anthony. I don't know. You're kind of be like, you're kind of like, I don't know. So, I mean, I want to go back to Brandon's point on the Bucks. That's just wrong, bro. I'm a Nets fan, and even though Kyrie got hurt, Bucks deserved that series, man. We, well, actually, we did not actually, play Kyrie, Kyrie, uh, he was hurt, but he kind of had a little, you know. Like what's that freaking that weird at uh when you're going through the stadium and doing like little uh sort of, what's that like the water he was spraying in the stadium and stuff like the whole rituals and stuff and then he sat out I mean obviously he's doing that for like you know social justice and like you know like you know doing that but even like 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 even like Stephen mm-hmm. A. Smith came out was like yo like you're getting paid all this money why like if you want to do politics do that but you're letting the team down by not coming to practice not showing up to games and stuff because yeah he was hurt but he didn't show up to the games because he was dealing with you know social issues and stuff that's going on outside the nba then instead of like you're getting paid top dollar to play ball and like you're complaining about you know but that's a different story three or four yeah i think he was like he didn't show up to practice like like for a couple games and stuff i think but um just for that in in the playoffs he got hurt in like game three or four Oh yeah, but, uh, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, well, like, he, that's what he, like that's during what the season. I'm talking about like, 
In the Bucks series, even as a Nets fan, I think the Bucks deserve oh, yeah. that series. They played. They oh, shenanigans. Played really shenanigans. Dude, your third Joe option Harris. was Joe Harris. Your Harris third right? option was Joe, Joe Harris. Harris Three-point. Yeah, congratulations. Congratulations. Yeah, you want to know why? Because he went from a fourth to fifth option to arguably a two to three because James Harden had a blown out hamstring. Are you kidding me? Of course he's going to be sniping when he has all that space open. He goes to a second to third and everybody's freaking covering him. Get out of here, man. If you guys are healthy, the Bucks don't stand a chance. That was the most shenanigans. That was the most BS title I've ever seen run. I cannot stand this blasphemous right now. Giannis played out of his mind that entire playoff run. As a Nets fan, that that was he got called all day, man. That guy's charging on seventy percent of his possessions. But hey, he's he's he is a uh, uh, a new a new fashional face, and the league's was, like, all right, this is gonna be our new LeBron, guy. We're gonna start babying a little bit. What was LeBron the What's first up? five six years of his career? He was just straight. LeBron driving. got all the calls. I cannot stand. Listen, Giannis ain't never getting the shot, man. Let's be honest here. He's too strong. Like it's just not happening. LeBron used to get the calls. I used to complain about LeBron getting the calls. Right, he comes to LA, and all of a sudden the calls are gone. My man used to get more calls than little five foot nine Isaiah Thomas. I say little, I'm five foot six, but for NBA standards, little five foot nine Isaiah Thomas wasn't getting calls. LeBron was getting. Giannis starting to get these calls. LeBron doesn't get the calls anymore. This is shenanigans. Yeah, LeBron, uh, like he he's been getting like he's strong, but like he like he gets. Like fouled a lot, man. He gets fouled a lot, but he's big, man. He he muscles people up. But like, I mean, but we can make an argument, or people can make an argument that that Brooklyn uh, Nets game, or that Brooklyn Net and uh, uh, Bucks series, like the KD and then they could have won because KD is foot on the line, and that could have been a three pointer that could have like changed the game, like and. I, I, I bet Anthony can agree with me on that. Like that foot was on the line, like or that foot was on, oh, yeah, off, foot was on the line. line. You should have seen in the overtime. In that overtime of that game, this that, yeah, that, that game's crazy. Did they even hit a shot in overtime? I don't remember. I don't think they did. I don't remember. They were just so they didn't shoot well. They shot, I think it was either one like O of ten, I think, in overtime. In game seven, they they went O and ten in uh in they the had one and a half starters, bro, out there. Out of their big three, there was one and a half of them. But you're an NBA player. You should be able to make one shot out of ten. Dude, but fair and enough. Durant, still. Dude, it's it's Durant, listen, you, you can't knock Durant. Durant was balling out there. If he didn't have – y'all see the size of that foot? That was ridiculous. If, if he has a normal foot, he's behind the line. They send the Bucks home packing. The fact that it was that close – with only Durant, the only one being fully healthy out of their big three. This is why I'm saying the Bucks did not deserve the championship as a team. Giannis Antetokounmpo deserved the championship. Chris Middleton with your streaky ass. Sit down. Drew Holiday, you got to do more than just play defense, man. Don't get me started. Brooke Lopez was their second best. Was literally their best player outside of Giannis in that series. The team did not deserve it. The only ones that deserved it was Giannis, and I'll give Brooke his due. All right? And P.J. Tucker out there getting in. Katie's head a little bit, but even so, that team is garbage. I don't want to hear it anymore. Budenholzer is not a good coach. He makes awful substitutions. It's don't get me started, man. 
already started. Oh. Yeah, you're already started. You're already on your rant, bro. <laughs> no, nah, but like, I mean, yeah, you're right. Like, you know, one one crucial play could have turned the turned the Bucks back in. Um, but I like I'm excited for the season. I can't wait because like you know these young these are rookies are coming in. Um, a lot of talent. Uh, I got Kay Cunningham coming into the Pistons. Crappy ass team, but I mean. Whoa, whoa, but. whoa, whoa, whoa. Hold on, Big J. <laughs> I got to ask you. I think we're saying that the Pistons are a crappy team, right? They just – they got Dwayne Casey. I'm going to say this right now on here. Dwayne Casey wins that championship if they give him Kawhi Leonard instead of DeMar DeRozan. They give him that same team. Nick Nurse is okay. He's not a, he's, he's a good coach. But he's not like the only coach that could have won that. Dwayne Casey is a quality coach. I think Cade Cunningham is going to be awesome underneath them. Man, the Pistons are not the greatest organization in the world, but like they're on the come up. I think Cade Cunningham is the guy. Big J, what do you think that Cade Cunningham can bring to the Pistons under Dwayne Casey? I think that uh, well, actually, then 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 they get Luca Garza from uh, uh, the center. So yeah, I mean, I feel like okay, all right, all right. Let me let me backtrack a little bit. Let me backtrack. Um, I I feel like are they're not a crappy team, but they're like you know gonna be subpar. But I think that K Cunningham, um, obviously when it comes to like NCAA basketball and NBA, there's a lot of different pace to the game. But I feel like he's gonna get it. I think I, I feel like he can be rookie of the year. Uh, up with uh, Jalen Green and them. Um, but I mean I like it. You know, with the addition of uh, Luca Garza and K Cunningham. Um, I don't really know any, like any other players other than oh oh, oh well they got Grant right. Uh, Jermaine Grant. Um, I mean, they're young, young. They're like, they're like the Knicks, man. They're like a subpar team, but they got good players, man. They got good players. Like in Cade, he's a rookie. It's too early to say what he can do, but I like it. He's six eight, point guard. He can shoot the three. That's scary. It's like a Clay Thompson at the point guard. Um, I like it. Young, talented. You know. So I mean, we'll see. I mean, plus they're in the East, but the East is getting tougher. So. I mean, uh, and correct me if I'm wrong, the NBA is the one sport where rookies have an immediate impact, even more so than the NFL outside of quarterbacks. Because even so, quarterbacks, they still need the help. You got to give them that reps. Where the NBA, kids can just come right in and take over, man. So what do you, what do you think? I think basketball is a sport. Uh, it's easier for one player to take over an entire organization. Just So I, I agree with you there. Like that statement as a rookie, you can immediately come in like, but, like, when was the last time a rookie really came in in the first season, truly, like, flipped an organization around immediate contender? I don't think it's going to be LeBron right away. James. But I'd give <laughs> Even his rookie year, the Cavs weren't that great with LeBron in his rookie year. They didn't he changed the energy like, around. Okay, he changed the energy around, man. He went – we've okay. been yeah, garbage for winning. years. Well, they Fair were enough, but – but here's the thing. I, I'm I'm gonna make this argument right now. I think Cade Cunningham has a better supporting cast this first year. Jeremy Grant's a dog, dude. We're sleeping yeah, on him yeah. because he plays in a small market like Detroit, and it's not you know glamorous basketball. They're not really winning games. They don't. They're gonna be a young team. They're gonna be grinders. You know, they're not in the same position as the Knicks. I'm not even a Knicks fan, and I gotta be honest. I'm really excited to see the Knicks this year. Yeah. Those are um, some key that, additions. Yeah, they got that but, young. Um, they got the that dude. Uh, Emmanuel quickly, he's nice, man. Mm-hmm, Real for nice. sure. But that's the thing, you know, like Emmanuel quickly set up to succeed this season with everybody that they brought in. Kay Cunningham's gonna go through the growing pains, but I'm telling you right now, this guy's gonna have an immediate impact. 
dare I say, like, we could be – like, he – I don't know, man. Like, this is going to sound a little crazy, but he gives me LaMelo Ball vibes in terms of just immediate impact and changing culture. Oh, Cade, the, uh, Cade? Cade Cunningham, yeah. 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 Uh, let me see. I'm going to look at their roster real quick, man. For who, uh, Charlotte or Detroit? Not for Pistons. Let me see. Pistons. Detroit got Killian Hayes. The kid's solid yeah. point guard. They just brought in Luca Garza. This kid was really quality for Iowa. A solid Is big man who shoots threes. I think I got Josh Jackson. Is Reggie Bullock think, still there? I, don't, I think Bullock just went back because they just lost Wayne Ellington to the Lakers. Oh, I'm yeah, not oh he's a good addition to their our team too. Uh, Absolutely, that guy shot forty-one percent from three. We got Hamadou Diallo. He's a dunker. Yeah, he's all right. That's the kid out of France, right? Yeah, yeah, he was in the dunk contest a couple years ago. He's all right. Um, I don't know. They're, it's kind of like the island of like misfit toys, but in terms of building power, Jeremy Grant and Cade Cunningham are two solid pieces to build around for the future. If I'm a Pistons fan, I'm excited for what's to come. Of course, yeah, that's another. That's not, but the, like, you bring up a good point. Of I like how you said, like, um, like when it comes to like, the NFL rookies and like the NBA, like the NBA, like I think what well, NFL is like fifty three man roster, and I think like NBA is like fifteen, sixteen on a roster. So I feel like it's more. It gives you more. It gives the rookie more time, you know, developed. And plus, now play if they're not that good, um, they can be. They can go to the G League where they can develop. Where the NFL, I don't think they have a development the league like to bring up to the NBA or NFL. But I'm like you have a good point. Like, that's a good point of how like you know these rookies can like you know they can't really turn around a franchise like Zion Williamson. Obviously he didn't turn it around like completely but you know Zion you know key player rookie year kind of like you know different things. Um but yeah like I mean I feel like as a whole as an NBA I feel like we are like when LeBron hangs it up and KD hangs it up eventually we are in good hands with talent man. We got Luka Doncic we got freaking Trey Young quickly. We got freaking RJ Barrett, uh, LaMelo Ball, LeAngelo Ball. Yo, he's nice, man. Um, a lot of young talent. So I'm like, we're in good hands when it comes to the NBA, man. Jason Tatum is going to be a oh, star Tatum. in this league. Man, I can't Tatum. even stand Boston. He already is. He's already he, is. Like, no, I'm saying, like, this, we're talking arguable face of the league, good. You know, he's already a star, but like, yeah. I, everybody keeps on talking about Luka, and Luka is awesome. But, you know, Jason Tatum's up there, too, man. I think these two are going to be battling out for face of the league, to be completely honest with you. Yeah. And, I mean, like, we still got, and, you know, we still got, like, um, Giannis, of course. He's, he's, like, he's still ja. young. Look at Ja. Oh, Ja. Yeah, I forgot about him. Ja Morant. That is a great point right there, Anthony. No, Everybody forgets about Ja Morant, but that kid is serious Russell Westbrook vibes. Yeah. I think he actually – um, he's a dog, I, I think he's, he's learning to make smarter decisions – earlier where like he's learning i don't have to do everything the kid's motor is amazing he's absolutely a dog he's an athletic freak we don't talk enough about john morant man because he's playing in memphis we talk about rj barrett we talk about zion john morant is legitimately the second best out of those three you know what that kind of reminds me of we have like a a guy on a small market team started off like eh, like well well start off good but no one really talked about him damian lillard oh my god absolutely that's a great point that's a comparison i get like I love Damian Lillard's first two years in the NBA, like, and no one knew about him. I love right. him. And finally, the- he started hitting threes from the logo, and now everyone's like, oh, I'm a huge Damian Lillard fan. I go, yeah, but when, remember 2014 when he hit, what was that, that shot against Houston? Yeah, you you didn't know Damian Lillard then. Oh, you're on mute, buddy. My bad, fellas. Um, I think it was actually OKC in the playoffs with Paul George and Russ, right? 
Um, uh, I, I remember that one. Two games. Is there a player in the NBA more disrespected than Damian Lillard? I don't think so. Well, he's very, very by fans and by his own team because they don't give anything around him. They, you got to get rid of CJ, man. You absolutely got to get rid of CJ. CJ's not a bad player. It's just CJ's a three. He's not a two in terms of star power. They got to bring in something else. And I they don't have much to work with. So CJ's your only bargaining chip. If you, you know, but I don't want to see the guy waste his career there. He's too good of a talent. But Damian Lillard is the most disrespected guy. And that's a great point right there where so many times we are guys that are, you know, doing okay. But because they're in a major market, we we hype them up. We need to remember that there's some guys out there in small teams. Like just because like the teams necessarily aren't winning, or it's just not glamorous because the brand is kind of dull. These guys are dogs out there. We need to start highlighting these guys more. I'm glad that you know Luka Doncic down in in Dallas is getting attention out there, man. I'm glad. Trey Young's getting attention down at Atlanta's fan base around. They were towards the bottom of the league every year, and now they're up there, man. These guys are selling out games because of these performances out of guys that you're not really thinking of at times because of the small market label. Yes. I mean, I mean, look at Zion. Like, he's kind of like in a Pel- Pelicans, like, I mean, small, kind of small market, New Orleans. Like, and look at what he's doing. Like, you know, people are buying his jersey, you know. He's getting that fan support, and people are saying he's going to – if he – if he gets his playing style right, he's gonna be like the next LeBron James because because of his size. So now he needs he's he's a little he's a thick, but like he can like slim down and like you know get that muscle. But like yeah, like we are we are really I like where the league is going, man. Like with the, with the talent and um. So that leads me to the next question. Like where like so we talk about Ben Simmons, man. Like where? Oh man, I see Brandon's fit. Where? Okay, so if if He's not a good fit in Philly because with the Eagles, Flyers, um, and with the 76ers, like you, if you're a, a crappy player, your fans will let you know about it. And um, no one's doubting knocking off his talent when he goes when off his like defense and like his like his scoring ability in the paint. But everyone's problem is with his shooting. And he's posted videos of him shooting threes in the gym, but that don't matter because like that don't count. So where do you see? I want to hear from both of you on this. Like I know you're not really a big fan of NBA, Anthony, but like you know enough about basketball to know this. But like where do you see Ben Simmons going and developing? I see him going to the Warriors. Got two shooters who can teach him how to shoot. Clay and Curry. He can go to Portland. I saw or San. I like I like San Antonio out west. Um, so I like, where do y'all see him going, man? He should go to a team that definitely has established shooters. Like, I think, I think Gold say it's a good, a good team because there's already guys that can pick up his slack in terms of he can. I, it's really hard to just like teach someone how to shoot a three, three pointer. It's not as easy as you think it is. Right, uh, right. But uh, I, I think Golden State's probably a good spot. He can learn a little bit more about shooting. He probably become instead of like what, like a two percent shooter, he could be a seven percent shooter. So he's up five percent, but um, I I think if you got guys like Clay and Curry around him that could shoot, I think that's pretty much where you want him to be. Yeah, because I think Ben he wants to go. He wants to go out. He 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 clearly told us the the team that he doesn't want to come back. But uh, Doc Rivers on first take came on with like we we want to keep him and want to develop him. But no, that's not that that if 
if a player doesn't want to come 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 back, you have to let him go. But Doc says Doc even said on live TV that he thinks they can win a championship with Ben. I don't, I don't, I don't. They had a chance last year, man, and Ben freaked up the play, man. Like, but I see, I see Brandon wants to talk, so let me. Let me let him talk, man. <laughs> I'm sorry, guys. Apparently, this is just, you know, oh, tangent night. Is In terms of mentality, what a bum. All right, this guy could be a great talent. He gives LeBron, early LeBron feels, man. But in terms of the mentality, man, like, you got to be better. Absolutely. You're playing in Philly. It's already a hard fan base. But, like, because you're being criticized, it's like, oh, I'm done. Like, dude, well, you know what? You deserve the criticism. You didn't score in a fourth quarter, that, like, the last playoff series that they were playing in. It, like, you're supposed to be the top two guy in Philly. Obviously, JoJo's a bigger star than him because he does a little more. But, dude, start working to your advantage. You got to take over the game a little bit. You got to just do more. You got to stop having this 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 wussy attitude of just like woe is me and now I'm done with it I'm out of here you know what that's fine you should be out of there because you're never gonna help them win a championship because you're not right for the team with the pieces that they got around you you're the problem it's not Philly all right get out of there and I'm gonna be honest with you I think if he goes to uh, Golden State I think he gotta get rid of Draymond um I I love Draymond I would prefer to have Draymond for this season but moving forward in the future Draymond's getting up there in age I'd rather have Ben Simmons but that's basically what Ben Simmons has become he's Draymond after solid defense he's he's a solid floor general but Draymond's got a championship mentality he's never been one to shy away he does those rough things where Ben Simmons is just dude you're softer than Charmin Ultra for crying out loud and you're playing in Philly sit down guy and I'm going to tell you right now, I, I I would like to – I think the only move that makes sense for all both organizations, I think swapping him for D'Angelo Russell in Minnesota is the only move that makes sense to me because they – all they're really missing in Minnesota is a guy to – he doesn't need to score. He could be a third option there. Anthony Edwards is solid. Carl Anthony Towns is another star we don't talk about because he's Charmin Ultra Soft in terms of mentality, but we do not talk about him – because he's playing up in Minnesota. Now take D'Angelo Russell. He goes down to Philly. He's He can score the ball. That's what they need. They need scoring down there. They're already playing solid defense. Doc is going down as a Hall of Fame coach. Some say he's a little overrated. I like Doc personally for what he brings to the table. Um, but I know he can be criticized. And I think that's the only swap that makes sense for both teams. I think getting John Wall off of Houston, that's been in the talks. I don't know if that necessarily makes sense for the um, – 76ers it obviously it makes sense moving forward for Houston but at the end of the day the relationship is soured it's time to move on fellas I mean I feel like I you know you hit the the right points man and I feel like Philadelphia um the they're like when it comes to talent they're like the Browns man they're good on, they're good on paper this good good players but they have a good like Doc Rivers is a Hall of Fame coach they got a coach like I mean so it's like they had to show See, I feel like they should keep him until like they're to a free agency and then move him out. Um, because I don't, I don't know if they strike a deal. I heard, I heard several reports that they can have a deal by the next week or two weeks from now. So, I mean, if Doc wants to keep him for now and they raise his stock level, that's a good point. Um, that's what he wants to do. That, that's what that, that, that's why Doc wants to keep him around to, to build his his trade stock. Um, 
But they're on the other the Browns, man. Like, I mean, obviously they made the playoffs to Philadelphia 76ers, but I mean, when it comes to talent on paper, they have like a, the best probably center in the league, Joe Embiid. They had freaking Reddick. They they had well before. They had a they had a good team. It's just like you know, a matter about you know. It's, I'm tired of him. He's he's making money, man. And the fact that he if he sits out, he's losing that he's losing that money, man. That he that he's. Yeah, what he's like four year, what forty something million dollar contract, I think, right now, like active, like he's being a coward, man. Like just he's show supposed up. To get thirty three mil. This year. Yeah, thirty. He's supposed to get thirty three million. If I had thirty three mil, Brandon Anthony, you know what I'll do with that money, bro? I will build me a mansion, bro. I will build me like five mansions, man. <laughs> but he's just like my mama's never working again, B. My mama's <laughs> never lifting. She's not even making a sandwich for her. Ever again, it's different when you have that money. (laughs) Absolutely, bro. First thing, first thing I'd purchase if I ever hit the millions. Mama's getting a house. I'm getting a house. Personal chef coming in, bro. (laughs) Top three purchases. You're making the forget everything else. First of all, move in. (laughs) You know what it is, baby. You know what it is. (laughs) Yo, but here's the thing, yo. Right, Big J. Let me ask you this: We are in a time where players have more control than ever. They're allowed to speak about um, their beliefs and stuff. They're allowed to choose what teams they're going to while they're sacked. You know, I don't know if it's necessarily a bad thing. Big J, what do you think, man? So, so, so your question is like, what my thoughts are on like players having a, a say and like in the mm-hmm. NBA and, and just in general, just play, mainly the NBA because their player union is so great. But they're dictating the rules. The owners are no longer. See, are dictating, man. It's a level a playing field out there, and I'd say the players got more power than the owners these days. That's a good point because um, um, I forget what the podcast show was called. It was a uh, Brandon Marshall, um, I think uh, OJ Cinco. They, were, they they had this topic. Um, it was it, like it got heated because like I'll have they're like NFL players and like they really don't have the say in like what they you know. It, it's, I guess the difference between NBA and NFL is I think NFL is guaranteed money. So like you have to earn that shit. You have to earn your 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 your, your worth. Uh, but I like it, man. I mean, obviously back in the day that wasn't the case. Like, cause like you know, back in the Jordan era, cause like social media w- wasn't really a part of that. And and I like it. Like you know, if you are, if I was Ben Simmons or LeBron James of, of the NBA, and I knew my and I, for instance, if I was on the bench, and I knew my worth. I'm gonna speak up, man. I'm gonna be like, "Yo, start me, do, do something, move me, ship me," and um, I mean, I like it, man. I like how you know. I mean, we're all like everyone's so sensitive nowadays on social media, and I feel like you know, with these topics like social injustice and everything, players should stand up and speak what they believe. And I have nothing wrong with Kyrie Irving doing that, because you know. But when it comes to like playing basketball and earning that money that you earn, you should just, like play. But when it comes like the, that's like the off court stuff. But yeah, I mean, I like it. But like when it comes to NFL and like other leagues, it's kind of like because there's like owners who are like they're like white owners, you know, and like like Jerry Jones. I'm not trying to be like you know like like racist or anything, whatever. But like it's true, like you know Jerry Jones and the Cowboys, you know, um, and you have to earn your your worth in the NFL. But I, I mean, will I like say it, this. I am, I am, yes, I'm that guy. I grew up Yankees, Lakers, Cowboys. I'm sorry, that's me. I know, bomb, boo, woo. Anyway, Jerry's been better at it. I think he's finally got a better understanding at it. But yeah. what do we expect from a 
almost 80. I, he might, I don't even know how old he is. We're talking about a very old white male. He grew up in a completely different time. I right. like that players have um, have a voice. This is who the young kids look up to. I didn't look up to politicians growing up. I barely even knew any. I barely knew what the president of the United States was when I was five-year-old. You know who I did know the Nick was? I knew who Kobe Bryant was, Ray Lewis, like Derek Jeter, uh, A-Rod. Like, that's who I looked up to. I don't like to see it affect their uh, their gameplay because at the end of the day, in terms of like sitting out of like games, um, obviously there's the the instance in the bubble that happened with the Bucks and I can't remember the other team. Yeah, it was uh, I think it was uh, Orlando. Thank you. It was Orlando Magic. Thank you. That, that situation I completely understood. Like that, like this was just too much. But in terms of when it starts affecting like your job, man, um, you gotta perform. And and here's my thing. That's the biggest platform on the in the world play the game man and any chance that you get in interviews like when you ball out right people listen to what you say go ball out there and get your message across because you're going to reach so much more people people are going to listen to you more stop wasting the platform use the utilize the platform to the fullest mm -hmm. extent man just yeah, like mm -hmm. yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. you're really right man so like anthony like what do you think man like do you think like do you do you like the uh the fact that you know players have their say and like um, in the NBA and like other, they're, well, they're starting to in the NFL. Like, how do you like? What's your reaction on that too? For... Uh, yeah, I mean, of course, players should be able to speak their mind. We're in America. This is a free country. First Amendment says right there: freedom of speech, freedom of protest. You have the ability to go out and speak your mind. Why shouldn't, no matter what platform you're on, you should be able to say what you want, say what you believe in, in on a public scale? Um, I think sometimes. Some people can get a little too overboard, and that could just be a little distracting to the team. But I do believe that more often than not, when a player does speak their mind regarding a political issue or a civil rights issue or whatever it may be, it's in the best intentions, and it's always, I think, done very tasteful. Yeah, that whole like the whole era where um, I think a couple years ago, uh, shut up and dribble, nah, nah. More than an athlete, that's that's what it's about, man. You're more than an athlete. You're more just like what Brandon said. Like, I, yeah, obviously playing basketball is your number one goal, number one job. That's what you're getting paid for. But like nowadays, social media is a whole big thing. Where you know LeBron, he's like probably like in my generation, in our generation, I think he's like the pioneer of like you know of that platform. Obviously, he's a big character, a big a big star. Um, and the, the difference is like when Jordan was playing. And Kobe in his late years, like or his early years, like phones and stuff wasn't really a big deal, like iPhones, like and now people it takes one little video, one little freaking live video to you know get your point across. And um that shouldn't really affect in my opinion, it shouldn't affect the players, the players um paycheck for what they were speaking out. That it shouldn't affect it at all. And um I feel like I feel like we're in good hands with that. Um so, like, how do you feel about the both of y'all for this question? Um, like super teams, man. We, we talk about like you know, <laughs> here we go. <laughs> Jordan, we got the Jordan Pippen, Rodman. Um, yeah, you know, LeBron, AD. Uh, um, now we got Russ. So like, 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 what do you think about these super teams, man? Like, do you think that you know, who do you think started the super teams? Like, they are the, the worst day? thing that happened about basketball, and the problem is. They've been happening for years. Bill Russell's Celtics in the 60s. That's the first super team ever. They won 11 straight. 
basketball has never had a time where there's just been a free for all. There's a chance that someone could win a championship. No, it doesn't matter. There's no stacked teams. I mean, look, let's go through the years. Yeah, 60s Celtics. Then you had the 70s. 70s was probably one of the only errors I would say that there was even basketball. You had the Trailblazers one of the years, Super Sonics one of the year. I think it was the, the Warriors one of the year, Lakers a couple of years, Celtics a couple of years. Then the 80s, there was Magic and Bird. Then the 90s was the Bulls. 2000s, the early 2000s was the Lakers with Shad Kobe. Then you had, uh, I'm trying to think who else, the Spurs all the way throughout the 2000s. Then the Heat and then the Warriors. And now it's the Lakers and Nets. It's just, Basketball is never interesting. That's why I've never really gravitated to it more than I have like baseball. Baseball, I feel like there's a new team that wins it every year. Football, there's a new team that wins it every year. It's interesting. There's different storylines. Different teams win. Different players get a championship. I think it's in basketball, super teams have sort of ruined the mold. I think basketball has become stale. I think that's one of the reasons why there should be a little more ways to fix how super teams are made. So 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 before Brandon, I know he's he wants to say something real bad, but before he goes off on another rant, now it's like, <laughs> um, well, so, let me, so let me ask you this, um, uh, like Anthony, so like, how do you feel about uh, KD um, going was up three two against the the Warriors, right? Three one, and then we coming know back, we know the story. Joining the Nets, man. Um. Like people call them cupcake and soft and like snake. And stuff. I, I was like, one of them. I was one of them. Like, I, so I, how do you feel? Like, he, I mean, he don't, kind of, he, I, I don't respect people like that, man. I mean, I, I know that Katie's on my team and I like him for it. I mean, that's fine. But when when you lose to the team, like when you go to the team that you lost to, that you were so close to beating, like Kobe Bryant would never have done that. Michael Jordan would never have done that. He would have gone back to the gym, he would have worked their asses off and then when they got to the same exact position the next year it would be over not even they wouldn't now, even go to seven games yeah now some people are saying lebron did the same thing when cleveland went to the miami heat but but he didn't he didn't but he wasn't he didn't he didn't lose to that team then join them you know what i'm saying like you know so it's different but it's the same kind of scenario where people will counter argue that saying oh lebron soft he went to he had Crappy team in Cleveland with Ogalskis and which was that Mo wasn't Williams. a crappy team. Mo Williams. But, yeah, like um uh, uh then he went to Miami with uh Dwayne Wade and Chris Bosch. But I mean, I don't know. I mean, I feel like KD, like you're right, Kobe, Kobe wouldn't have done that. Jordan Jordan wouldn't have done that. He'd been like, yo, let's let let's get the team back. Like Jordan joined the Bad Boy Pistons. Think he did that? No. Hell no. Um and that's where I draw the line with like super teams. Like, I mean, obviously, if you can't beat them, join them. That, but come on. All right, Brandon, let me hear you talk, man. All right, AC. First off, let me just commend you on that, on saving your point there. Cause the first half of that, you were killing me. The second half of that quality tendum, it, it's just that, uh, you know, um, my bad, fellas. My, my old man just walked in the door, had a question for me. Um, here's the thing with super teams, right? Um, I think that they are good for the league when it comes to the finals. That's it. I like having two stars max on a team. It's more cons- – uh, there's more uh, spread out. Anybody could win. I'd argue that the NBA, anybody could win any year. The NFL, I got one word for you. New England. All right. They've been, they were a dynasty, man. They dominated my entire childhood for crying out. Yeah, I know. Two words. My bad. They <laughs> dominated. 
dominated my entire childhood. So there was no other team. It was just like, oh, who the Pats going to beat this year? And now it's at a point where it's like, oh, who, who, uh, who's going to win? Tom Brady or, or uh, Patty Mahomes? That's basically what the leagues come down to. I love the end. What's up? Lamar Jackson. I mean, that's fine, but like, we'll get into that. But here's the problem, man, is that you got to have the – you got to put out like the best product with the super teams. I will say this. It's the best basketball being played in the finals kind of kills the regular season though. I love basketball because of the consistency. I'm I'm sorry, not the consistency because of of anything could happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We get it. But but listen, Kevin Durant going to the Warriors was the softest and most impressive thing I've ever seen. And let me explain. It was soft in everything that you named, and I completely agree with that. Um, I think it's a mark against his career, but he went to the best team in terms of record, single-season team. They they won the most games, beat the Bulls record and stuff, and he became the best, and he was undoubtedly the best player on that team. So I think you got to give him some props there. But at the same time, was his life made easier because he's playing with all this stuff? I don't know, you know. But I do know this. I don't blame blame him for joining the team that kicked his ass. All right. He, if he wants to go and start like somewhere else, that's fine with me. Him and Russ weren't getting it done. They should have never traded James Harden. They should have moved to Baca instead. And who knows? We, we're talking completely different. LeBron's not held to the same high regards because he lost another one. You know, but I don't know, fellas. It's definitely interesting. And like, uh, I mean, I can, I, I, like, I, like, I can agree with Anthony too, like with like Bear Russell, and like, but you gotta, you, you gotta admit, like, you can't just like, there's different rules. You can't even touch a dude in this league without being a foul, where you can bump somebody, and it's not a foul, you know. So it's different generations too, but like, um, and there was no defensive uh, three second rule in, in the in the league back when Bear Russell was playing. Now defender can't send the pin for three seconds now. Like, um, but I think the rules have changed. But I mean, when people say I hate when people say like LeBron and like you know they started the, but it's not true. It's not true. It started back in the day with the with the, with the Bulls, with the with the Celtics, the Lakers. Like it's not all LeBron. Like whatever. Like I just don't like the how they were a little more organic though because. They were a little more organic, though, Big J, because the teams built them. They got it. Mm-hmm. Like, the closest thing that I could think to it is, like, you know, um, Jabbar joining the Lakers, you know. But then they drafted Magic to go with it, you know. So it's it's really interesting. Like, it's a little more uh, weak, in my opinion, when you have, hey, I can't get it done over here at LeBron James. I can't get it done over here at Chris Bosh, who was a former. MVP candidate. Hey, Dwayne Dunn, ever since Shaq left, um, you know, in South Beach is a great place that we would love to live in. Hey, let's link up and just dominate the league because our organizations are trash and we can't compete with organizations like the Spurs and we can't compete with the Lakers. So let's just all team up. You know, it's fine when Boston did it. They had KG, Ray Allen. They already had Paul Pierce and they drafted Rondo, I'm pretty sure. Um, but it's different because the team built it. You expect team to make the moves. I think people don't like it because the players are like, hey, I'm giving up on this, and I'm just going to go take the easy road out. Very, very, very true. Like, you know, like, they were like, 
more the organic type. But yeah, like I just I feel like you know with these um, with these teams, I'm like they're better in the playoffs. You know, what I'm saying I, I, I'll let them you know have a KD and um, KD and the Harden matchup with LeBron and AD in the playoffs. Man, like that's fun to watch. It brings the rating up for the like for the game. Um, that's a good point. Um, so like, who do y'all like? Who do y'all see like? Obviously, who do y'all see winning the finals, man? Like, what's your what's your what's your finals matchups? Or or first, who do you, like? Who do y'all see coming out of the East and West? Like first, before we get to the, I think coming um, out of the East this year, it's probably gonna be Brooklyn if they all stay, of all three stay healthy. Kyrie, uh, Harden, Durant. But look at Miami though; they got they got Kyle Lowry, man. Nah, got Kyle. nah, nah. They I, I, I think they're all healthy. Brooklyn's no one's beating Brooklyn in the East. In the West, yeah. I think it's gonna be a toss up between. Uh, the Battle of LA, Lakers and Clippers. I think one of, one of those teams is definitely going to make it. I, I, I Kawhi's a winner, bro. Kawhi is a winner. I think yeah, Kawhi, yeah, yeah. Kawhi, Kawhi's clutch, man. If, if if he and Paul George can click it this year again, and then you factor in all the other guys that that, that are there, I think the Clippers, Clippers might be a, a tough uh, matchup for the Lakers. But I'm gonna say I'm gonna, I'm gonna stick with the Lakers though. Here's yeah, the mean, problem. Yeah, go ahead, go ahead, bro. Here's the problem. Kawhi is, is is quality, right? We're talking top three in the league. He's clutch. He's somebody that I would love to build an organization around if I'm an owner in management, whatever, if I'm in control of a basketball team. Paul George is the most overrated basketball player I've ever seen in my damn life. All right. My man is – when he – I swear to God this was a legitimate stat. When he was on OKC, my man was game-winning buckets in the fourth quarter. Are you kidding me? This man is always held on like a pedestal because of how he went to war with LeBron James down in Miami and stuff. That's great. The fact of the matter is right now, as it stands, Reggie Jackson is the second best player on the Clippers, and they still don't even have a reliable big man, and that's what they need. They should have tried to sign Dwight Howard. They should have tried to sign JaVale McGee, but no. Instead, they decided to go in other routes like they always do. They want to spend money. They never spend money in the right places. And quite frankly, I think the West comes down to how good, how healthy – um the Lakers and Golden State are with even if they are healthy, I think the Lakers come out on top. I think Miami's definitely a dark dark horse that no one's talk, talking about. Jimmy Butler's a dog. He's won the league today. I have him above Paul George just because of his consistency, better defense, and he's a way better leader. And that's the thing, man. You give him Kyle Lowry, I don't know, but I think we all know we're all expecting a Brooklyn Lakers. Final. What do you think, Big J? Yeah, I mean, I so like, my, uh, well, I'll give my top five from each. So, or no, top three. I'll give top three. So, out of the West, I see Lakers, um, Denver. When Jamal Murray gets back, uh, he's he he's someone who's not talked about. Um, and Jokic, the Joker, uh, another young, talented dude, center. Uh, big man can freaking scary. Can bring the ball up. And I think my third one would have to be. Um, have to be uh, Dallas with Luke, with, with Luca, man. They got, I mean, they still got Porzingis, which, which she, all right, subpar center. He can still shoot the three. Needs help, man. Needs really help, but I mean, they got they got freaking Jason Scott, the coach, man, like good coach, and and, and they got Dudley as a assistant coach, really good, well-minded player, effective player on on the Lakers, but on the Lakers. Um, my top three out of the East is probably going to be Brooklyn, Miami, and Celtics. Are my top three, and I got the Lakers. Of course, and the Nets who battled out in the finals, 
But we'll see. Like the Christmas Day, mark your calendars, December 25th on Christmas Day, night game. We will see what this finals matchup will be like. The atmosphere is going to be crazy. Kids are going to be opening their presents. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to be watching that game. <laughs> Big J, don't forget about the Knicks, man. I'm telling you. Oh, yeah, the Knicks. Don't forget God. about the Knicks, man. Ke- and the Kemba. Why y'all sure. sleeping on the Bucks? Sleep well, on the Bucks. Oh, well, I mean, I gave you my. Dude, I'm here. sleeping on the Bucks. I'm not worried about. it. I know, Matt. I'm not worried about. You get pretty clear early. Here, here's the thing, dude. Julius Randle was holding it down. Julius Randle was rolling, holding it down, man. Until Atlanta, until Atlanta in the first round. You add in Kemba Walker, little shot for 20 points at any time. All right. Kembo, 20 points anytime. Evan Fournier is an underrated shooter, plays decent defense. Thibodeau has the best defensive team, not because of the talent, because of his coaching. All right. He gets guys to run through walls for him. He's not saying he's Lombardi, but like, you know, he took the look what he's done to the Knicks. They're playing defense. Everybody is playing defense on the Knicks. And they got some scores. They actually got Julius Randle help. I'm really excited to see the Knicks. Yeah, plus this the guy, year. like who was that center? Um, Robinson, he was hurt, right? He's Mitchell back, Robinson right? is Mitchell back. Robinson. You know, um, that's gonna be crazy, man. Like MSG is gonna be rocking this year, man. That's that's crazy I'm, to say, man. That's I'm excited for the Battle of New York, but I think Brooklyn still wins it. I think oh, the Knicks great. are are like where the Nets were like what three years ago when they had D'Lo. When they had that, the Nets were awful for from 2014 to 2019. They were the worst team in basketball, but then they had that one little breakout season with D'Lo. And all of a sudden, their fortunes just started to change. I think the Knicks right. are like that. They had that little season where they made the five seed. They they were bad for all those years. And now they had that one season where something's different. I think I think something's gonna start changing in the culture. And now I think the Knicks maybe are maybe not this year, maybe not next year, but I think maybe give them three years. I think they'll, they'll probably be where you want them to be. I think the Knicks yeah, are legitimately like a- gonna be a three to fifth seed. In that that's range. too high. That's too high. I think that's I I like them better than the than the Bucks, man. I know Giannis is really good, but Julius Randle can hang in there with them, man. Come I like on. Kemba Julius Walker. Julius Randle hanging in with Giannis, no. dude. I, I I mean, in terms of like you know he he's a dog. You know he's not gonna go down without a fight. Obviously, I think Giannis is the better player, but I think Julius Randle has more to his game than Giannis. I just think Giannis does what he does much better. Julius Randle can shoot a three. Julius Randle can play quality defense. He can attack the rim. And he had no help, dude. He led that team to a fourth seed. He had young RJ. That's it, man. Derrick Rose. Yeah, Derek, I forgot about him, man. They were getting minutes out of Derrick Rose. That's the whole ACL tear, for crying out loud. They got legitimate they pieces now. They're going to be – Yeah, you got Kemba. They have legitimate pieces now. I'm not saying they're winning a the championship, but they're expect them to be in that three to five range this yeah. year. And, people, and I am hating on the Bucks. I will say, yeah. I will say mm-hmm. top three though, no three. Yeah. I think that's ceiling. That's absolute ceiling. I mean, yeah. I think it's gonna be. I think they're gonna come back as a fourth seed. I think this time, if they play the Hawks in that same series, I think they win with the additions that they have. These are giant additions here. The Hawks are not hitting shots like that. I saw Julius Randle have. Um, oh man. Somebody help me out here. They're power forward. Can't remember his name, but uh, Johnson, right? Um, oh, man, I cannot remember. For the Hawks power forward. On what team? Oh, Collins? Yeah, yeah, thank you. John Collins. John Collins. Collins. Sorry, guys, went blank. 
John Collins is hitting freaking shots with literally chest to chest with Julius Randle. That's not happening, man. You know, we the Hawks ain't having a run like. See, people, see, people like I just, I, I just thought about this too. Like we were talking about Ben Simmons, right? Like, um, like if you think about it, they Ben Simmons and Giannis play the same way because Giannis can't shoot the three ball too, man. But people don't people don't talk about that. But he's the dominant force in the paint. He can't shoot a freaking free throw. Um, well, he kind of he had that freaking weird routine, but like one, two, we, we, we don't talk about that, huh? The one, two, three, four. They're not counting seconds. Yeah, they're just, they're counting numbers. Like, that. That's the most annoying thing. Ever. They, weren't <laughs> count, they weren't counting seconds. <laughs> but like, no one talks about that. Like how, like Giannis, like he, they have the same playing playing style. Like they're both down in the paint. But Giannis, um, they they don't hate Giannis for not shooting three ball, like take missing air balling three pointers, like. But they're gonna hate on Ben Simmons though. It's because he stayed. It's it's one hundred. Yeah. This man had the choice. I I was saying to 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 the dogs all all last year. This is it. Giannis is going to Miami. He's gonna go play with Jimmy. He's gonna go compete for a championship. And the fact that he stayed when his contract was up. Obviously, he got the chip. So he's gonna. He's that's it. He's the hometown hero now. He's not going anywhere. But. It's the mentality thing. This guy didn't give up. Look at the free throws, right? He's getting dogged in the media for the free throws in the playoffs. So what does he do? He gets in the gym. He practices his ass off. And now he he wins a championship because he improved. He was already – he said, what I'm doing is at a high level, but it's not enough. And that's what the great players do. And that's why Ben Simmons is a freaking bum when it comes to his mentality. And that's why Philly should get his ass the hell out of there. Mm, that's interesting. So, so like, Brandon, I, I think you answered it earlier, but, like, so you see Ben going to, like, the Warriors or, like, Minnesota, right? So you that's where you see him going. Minnesota. I, I think Minnesota makes the most sense for both teams. I feel like it's going to be Minnesota and, and Warriors, man, because, like like you said, like, well, like they, they, they got good shooters that can teach. They got the best shooter in the league that can teach Giannis or uh, Ben how to shoot. Um, or I see him going to, like, Portland with, uh, with Dame. That's another uh, low key team, but let's end the segment of NBA off with like who, who, who is a goat, man? Is it MJ or LeBron, man, or 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 Kobe, man? Because rest in peace to Kobe. But like he's like, like I know. Did y'all see that last dance? Yeah. Um, I, I only saw the first like two episodes. I, I watched the whole thing. It was awesome. It was awesome. It it, it, it kind of made like looking into it, like you know, for people we we all didn't grow up in that era. Um, but I feel like I don't know, man. Like I'm trying to not be biased with this situation, but like I mean, I feel like you can't really compare because different generations, different playing styles. You absolutely LeBron, can compare. You, you absolutely, so? absolutely can compare. All right. I'm sorry for hijacking this on you, but oh no, nah, no, nah, because Listen, people man. think rings is, is like Jordan has six rings, but he looked look look who he had. You know what I'm saying? Look, yeah, oh, Ron had. All right, I'm gonna go right now. Anthony right. Davis is the best teammate that either one has ever played with. It's not even close. Scottie Pippen um, is highly regarded in some circles as he should be. He's a little overrated, you know. Um, He's he's a player right where he should be. That's what I'm trying to say. Nobody's going to sit there and say Scottie Pippen is a top 10 player of all time. All right. He was solid in the league, but there was guys who, let's be honest, Scottie was on other super teams that didn't get it done. Scottie on his own didn't necessarily get it done. 
you know, where LeBron James is teaming up with nobody had Scottie Pippen for an MVP candidate. You know what I mean? LeBron James is, is teaming up with scoring title winners at Dwayne Wade, former MVP candidates at Chris Bosh, man in the league. And Jordan played, I believe it was 15 seasons. Only 13 of those seasons really mattered because the Wizards' year wasn't really great. He wasn't a pity all-star like the one year. But even old man Jordan still putting up like 20 points. But here's why jo Jordan is 100% the GOAT. In 13 seasons, he accomplished more than LeBron has. All right, LeBron's been playing for 19 seasons, still chasing Jordan. All right, 60 major accomplishments. You add it all up. First team defense, MVPs, defensive player of the year. Jordan has 60. LeBron James is in second place with about, I think it's about 42. All right. And he did it in so much less time. LeBron's just now catching up to him. And even if he catches him, it took you so much longer to do it. And listen, everybody needs to stop disrespecting Kobe Bryant because, oh yeah, LeBron's accomplished this and that. But let's be honest right now. Kobe Bryant was a better scorer. Kobe Bryant played better defense. Kobe Bryant had a killer mindset. I would take Kobe Bryant in the fourth quarter over LeBron James any day of the week. And those right there are three major facets of basketball. So why the hell is LeBron James better than Kobe if, if Kobe is better aspects? What, because he passes better? Congratulations. He had better teammates to rely on. Yeah. Uh, Anthony, do you want to piggyback off of that? Or, like, what do you have to – you said like those three on Mount Rushmore, um, Kobe, LeBron, and, and uh, Jordan. Like you think that's yeah. you know that's the, those are definitely. I, actually, you know what? I I wouldn't even put Kobe. Mm. Those are fighting I, words. I think Tim Duncan could be in that top three. Put Kobe on the Spurs. Look what would happen. Are you kidding me? Put KG on the Spurs. He gets the exact same things done that but freaking Tim Duncan. New time MVP. Sit down. Mr. Fundamentals. Great. He's he played so nice. Kobe Tim Duncan Bryant. had that grindstone mentality. Wouldn't talk. He would just go out there and do his job. And that's why he dominated Kobe Bryant for so many years. And give Kobe Bryant those teammates. Kobe got to play with Shaq. That's awesome. But who's the second best player on that team? I bet you can't even name it. Derek Fisher, congratulations. All right. Rick, Rick Fox, congratulations. All right. And then let's 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 fast forward, right? You go from playing with Shaq, in my opinion, the greatest center of all time. All right. It's it's between him and Jabbar. Um but I just think that Shaq played against like a little better competition in the day. I think there was more centers at the time that gave him that gave him a run for his money, right? But going from Shaq to Pat is absolutely the biggest drop off in swapping out I've ever seen in my life. Lamar Odom was putting up around seventeen points a game. That was the second best player those years, right? You know who was putting up seventeen points? Then Mo freaking Williams on the Cavaliers. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Give Kobe, give Kobe Mono Ginobili off the bench. Give Kobe Tony Parker. Give Kobe Greg Popovich. Obviously, Kobe got to play with Phil Jackson, the greatest coach of all time. But give Phil Jackson the pieces that Popovich was working with. Give him the Admiral for crying out loud. Kobe's never played with big three. It's only been him. And let's be honest, playing with Shaq is a lot better. He Shaq didn't carry Kobe. If Shaq's putting up 30, Kobe was putting up 28. 
All right. They complemented each other. It's the greatest mm -hmm. duo of all time for a reason. All right. Absolutely. Tim Duncan is he's kind of I'm sorry, man. He's a great player, but he's overrated. Put KG there, they get the same thing done. Cage now. Nah. A former MVP was holding it down. But Big ticket, Tim man. Duncan bought into the mentality. You see others, but since Tim Duncan left, the little Spurs players that have just been like, I can't stand Pop. Or like, look, look at Team USA this year. They were all like, oh, Pop is such a hard ass. It's, it's, part of the, it's part of the era, of course, but I think Tim Duncan bought into that Pop mentality, and that's why he's one of the greats because he went in there every day, and then he became a great player. I don't I think KG had the chance to buy into the mentality, man. Correct me if I'm wrong, Big J, but you're muted. You're muted. You're muted. My bad. My bad. Um, damn thing. KG never had a chance to buy into the mentality, man. You know, he's playing up in Minnesota. He had no help. His second best player was Latrell Sprewell, for crying out loud. And he was there for a little bit. Both are kind of headaches, man. The organization's not doing anything to help him out. So, of course, I'm going to go out there. I'm going to look like a star. And then I'm going to party it up because I know we're not winning the championship because you guys aren't doing anything. I'm talented enough to be an MVP, MVP player. That talent still would have been there if he's playing with the Spurs. But he would have bought in more because I actually trust the coach and the organization around me to help me win the damn championship. Big J, how do you I'm, feel? I mean, I feel, I mean, I, shit. I mean, shit. Give me, put LeBron on a Greg Popovich team in Popovich's prime. LeBron's getting more rings and he probably gets around six rings. Cause probably he's like, cause like back to like Anthony's comment about like the USA team. But like the reason why, like, I, I definitely agree, like the players were complaining about Popovich, but the reason why is because Popovich, um, the way he coaches his players is um, they're they play uh, pass pass first offense. They 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 have amazing ball movement, and you have Damian Lillard, you have Jason Tatum, you have all these ball dominant players. They don't they don't they're all selfish when it comes to the basketball. And I mean, obviously, it's, it's USA basketball. It's not like the actual NBA, but like that's the way they play. You know what I'm saying? And I feel like Popovich is when it comes to developing like Tony Parker and Ginobili and Tim Duncan in his prime. Tim Duncan in his prime. I feel like Greg Popovich is like um, uh, Bill Belichick on the Patriots, man. Like same, they they built the same, they kept the same core around for so many years. No one left. Um, they, I think now, now Tim is, is an assistant coach for the team. Um, and th that's how I think about it. And you put like, put LeBron on, um, take, take, take the areas out, put LeBron on freaking the bulls on, yo, they're winning championships, bro. And the way that LeBron's built, he can muscle them players up. Man. And there are some big players in that league in that time era. I mean, that's how I feel about it, man. Like Craig is like the Bill Belichick of the NBA. That's a great point right there. Anthony, do you not think if you take Aaron Rodgers and throw him on the Patriots that he's not winning champion, championship after championship with Bill Belichick? Um, we'll see. I mean, I, I think Aaron Rodgers is a better quarterback win, talent. They definitely win one or two. Yeah. I mean, Dude, Aaron, I think Aaron Rodgers is not really a winner. I think he is his early career. And since then, He's choked plenty of championships away, plenty of NFC championships. He has. He's in a Super Bowl in almost 10 years. In Absolutely. Fight. That's fine, man. Winner. 
But look where he's playing, man. Put him in New England with a good coach. Dude, he's playing but with he's, Mike McCarthy. He has, he's had good teams. You, you're saying that New, Green Bay's never had good teams. He's had plenty of great opportunities. I'm not saying that he hasn't had good teams. I'm saying that that Bill Belichick can get more out of a bench player than most coaches can get out of. You know? And that's my thing, man, is that KG give KG a better coach. He goes, plays with Doc. He wins a championship for crying out loud. KG, I can't even name who the coach was that uh that was on there. You know, I don't think anybody can. Like was a diehard um, basketball. Was fans. it Flip Saunders? It might have been Flip Saunders for a good bit. I, don't know I have no that. clue, Big J. I got no clue. <laughs> no clue. You know, but get put give Kobe Bryant and Greg Popovich. He gets the same thing. Right, because he's already or playing under Phil Jordan, playing under Popovich more. Or put Brian on uh, on Phil Jackson's team, man. Like, I mean, LeBron, he he he's had good. I would say average coaches. He had Tyronn Lue. He had whatever, but he never had really a, like, a good coach. You know what I'm saying? Like Kobe Bryant couldn't get former Eric MVPs Spolster. to come with him, man. Oh yeah, okay. Eric I forgot. I forgot. Great coach. I forgot. I forgot. I forgot. I forgot. <laughs> the best coach in the <laughs> league right now, Eric Spolstra. Yeah. Best coach in the league. That man is so underrated. But come All on, right. David Blatt. Come on, man. Dude, David Blatt didn't even have a chance. Right. right. LeBron blackballed him. We talked about how good this guy was coming into the season. LeBron doesn't like him. Listen, when let's be honest. Late coach and late GM is an actual thing at times. All right. It's LeBron's running the show. And look, Tyron Lue starts running the show. LeBron's dipping. He listens to Spolstra. Spolster's telling him too much what to do, I guess. Boom, dipping back to Cleveland. And it's just like, like that's the thing, man. He has control of who's coming in. And Eric Spolstra is a coach that I would kill for my organization to have. More than LeBron James, only for the fact that, yeah, I'm saying as it stands right now, LeBron James is, we're going to start declining, man. You know, Eric Spolstra is a phenomenal coach. No matter who you bring in there, he's going to get results out of, fellas. Correct me if I'm wrong. I think Eric Spolster is now the longest tenured NBA head coach. It just really? happened a couple mm-hmm. of months ago. But I think did, forget- did Pop retire? Uh, did I miss that? Uh, oh, Pop's right. Sorry. No, no, it was Pop. And then I think maybe um, – who's the Mavericks coach? He just retired. Um, well, it was Rick Carlisle, but Rick he Carlisle. went to the Pacers, I think. Yeah, but he's not tenured there anymore. So technically, he's not the longest tenured coach. Yeah, no, he means like same right. team. Yeah, yeah, yeah same team, pop. I, yeah, I pop, believe that's it's how I Spolcher, Yeah, yeah. yeah like, dude, there's a reason why he's the second tenured coach in the NBA because the guy is quality. Look what he did with that Heat team. Jimmy Butler had no right to do what he did in the bubble. Right, right. Big fact, big fact. Well, spe- well, speaking of uh, like NFL, let's get to the NFL, man. Like. Fellas, um, like so, I, let, let's go on the table, the round table, and go around our, our favorite teams, man. I know we'll me and share, 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 share the we same team. We, we are big truck, baby. Big truck. <laughs> How about you, big Brandon? Uh, What's your squad, bro? Dude, I'm a Cowboys fan. You know what? Yeah. Yo, leave the podcast, bro. I just real <laughs> fellas. I know. I'm sorry. <laughs> like, in my defense, play. in my defense, I never, I never saw a championship. I know nothing but a second round knockout. I know nothing but Tony Romo breaking my heart year in and year out. Um, but I will say this: Des Bryant made that catch, and if you disagree, your mama don't love you. <laughs> Cause you're just a liar. That's it. Like your mama, no mama's gonna love a liar. You know so. 
Um, that's it, man. You know, tending this year, I don't think we're getting there. I think we win the N- NFC East. I think Dak, I've been saying this forever. Dakota Prescott is a top five quarterback in the NFL. All right. He's better than Lamar Jackson. Who? Absol- wait, 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 who? who? D- Dakota Prescott is a better quarterback than Lamar Jackson. Oh, Dak Prescott? Dak Prescott. That's that's just nah. he he's so good because he has so many weapons around him. Give him a oh, give him a shit offense like shenanigans. Baltimore, he's gonna be terrible. He no, had it. You're wrong. You're wrong. He had it. He absolutely had it. Give him terrible his rookie season. Like his rookie season, dude. Look how efficient he was with the ball. His only he's problem. He's taking the back of running for six sixteen hundred yards. Dude, that's fine. But listen, uh, Lamar Jackson does not throw back. Dak Prescott cannot take off like Lamar Jackson, but can still take off. And Dak Prescott is more safer with the ball than Lamar Jackson is, especially when he runs. Because I saw your boys two fumbles against the Raiders, bro. Get at me. All right. He's a little reckless. He doesn't throw <laughs> a great football. That's why people were like, oh, he should be a wide receiver. I thought that was shenanigans. The kid can make plays. He should absolutely be a quarterback. He's a top 10 quarterback in the NFL. I think he's in that seven to six range for me. Dak Prescott is in that five to six range for me. Slightly better if I had to start uh, an organization tomorrow. I'm taking Dak Prescott over your boy in Baltimore, Lamar Jackson, all day. See, oh, well, I was gonna ask you, like, like both of y'all, like, how would, like, what were our reactions to Week One, like Monday Night Game, man? That was a crazy game. I mean, we should have beat them by a lot, but Raiders. I mean, I mean, they got Darren Waller, which was that, a former Raven. That uh, loss but was. He was he was trash in Baltimore, but he got you know, he was drug like alcohol, alcoholic and stuff. But he got yeah, his he, stuff he, together. He was on other stuff. He was on other stuff. Yeah. Other um. I mean, I think. I mean, I feel like it'll be probably. I mean, we there's more games on the slate of the about the. It can be game of the year. Here's the thing. I think the Raiders are legit, man. They look. They're, they're legit. I mean, they had a good. good. Yo, Steve really Smith. Steve Smith. I, I, I don't think he hates Lamar Jackson, but he thinks like like he he puts Derek Carr in the elite conversation. I mean, I don't think he's elite. No, no. Aaron Rodgers should have went to the Raiders, then they would have been contenders. Hey, next year, man. Hey, next year, I think they're going to, or he I might think, go go to San Francisco next year. I think he's going to the Saints. Uh that's another option too. I mean, or I, back Kansas City Chiefs game that was probably a game of the year too. Yeah. With yeah. the way like we were down by like eleven points in the fourth quarter. Lamar had two picks to Tyron uh, Tyron Matthew. Um, no one thought Lamar could have done it, but I mean, it wasn't all Lamar. It was um, that rookie that uh, knocked, knocked the ball out of uh, Clyde Heller's hand. Odafe, man. Odafe. Defensive rookie of the year. You can mark it now. Screw Micah Parsons. It's Odafe Owe. Yeah, like I don't want. I don't want to. Uh, I don't want to piss Brand off. Uh, but I, I just I hate how um, Lamar critics. Okay, he can't. Okay, he can throw the ball, but his his rookie season, right? Um, he led the league with thirty six pass touchdowns. Uh, he that's the year he broke uh, Michael Vick's record, and that kind of overshined what he did as a passer. And but wait, right before we, I know you're getting ready to talk, <laughs> but hear me out. Hear me out. Like even if he can agree with me, like. And I shouldn't say that as an excuse, but like put give me the same receivers as you know KC. Give me Tyreek Hill. Give me Kel. I mean, we have, I mean, Andrew, he's a beast, but give me a Kelsey. Give me a, a good, I mean, we have Dobbins, but he got hurt. Give me some, some more pieces. Give me a solid O line. And I mean, 
Lamar is is progressing with his time in the pocket because I mean we have like Ronnie Stanley back. He was hurt half the year last year. Uh, we're getting Nick Boyle back, our blocking tight end. Um, we're getting Bateman, which we haven't even seen his speed, but he's a speedster. Groin injury coming back, and like Lamar, he has a good arm. Like, is this like all my friends? They like, oh, he's not an elite quarterback because he can't pass the ball. He can, he's more of an elite running back. Which yeah, if you can't beat him with the arm, beat him with the legs. But what what are people gonna say when Lamar is a good runner and a good passer? Like, what are they gonna say? What are they gonna say? He's gonna be. I mean, I think he's already elite with Mahomes. Mahomes, he. I mean, he has a ring. But give me good top five receivers on my on the team, and we Gucci man. But I don't know, Brandon. You, you, I think you're kind of gonna disagree with me, man. Like I think Lamar Jackson's a little too careless with the ball. Um, that's true. Yeah, yeah. You know, I think I think um, I think that will come in time. I'm not saying, and don't get me wrong, fellas. Like Lamar Jackson is is a great player. He's a top 10 quarterback. But when I say elite quarterback, I mean top five in the league. I think he's he's hovering right outside that. I think it's going to come. I absolutely think it's going to come. But I think as it stands right now, especially with like the age difference between them, I personally would go with Dak Prescott. Um, I would take Aaron Rodgers. I would take Russell Wilson. I would take Patty Mahomes, absolutely. And you can't even count out Tom Brady. I think those are my top five. Um, and – you know, what's his name has to be included in that conversation. Um, Josh Allen, Josh Allen, you know, okay. So Dak, Dak is in that, like I said, five to six range. Um, I think it's between him and um, Josh Allen for that spot. I think Lamar Jackson's right outside of that. I think just in terms of talent wise. Yeah. Lamar Jackson is, it's kind of the second coming of Michael Vick. You know, he's fun to watch. He's really exciting. He's great for the league, you know, but I at think the he's better than Vic. What's up? I think he's already better than Vic. I don't know about that. Um, dude, did you see Vic? Because I grew up with that. It was the greatest thing in sports. You know, no, um, no, no, no. I, I was Vic's prime, I was probably like what two to like five years old. I gotta be honest, I can't even name a receiver that Vic was working with to be um was it Roddy so, Lay on that team? Was it not Roddy Lay? I didn't think of. I, I got no clue, man. I, I can't even name a receiver, you know. So who was he working with? Um, they had they had a they had a decent running back. I remember the guy Dunn was a real uh power running back for them. Was running through guys, but still not like really elite. It's not like he's playing with uh you know Emmett Smith out there. Um, at the end of the day, it. Some guys are just situational guys. Oh, man, I, I, you guys are going to hate me for this, especially with all the crap that's going on with it. I think Deshaun Watson is better than Lamar Jackson too. No, I, th- I think you're right with that. You know? I so uh, I think I think you're, I think he's top 10, but, you know, if you're, starting, if you're starting an organization, Anthony, Big J, who are you taking before Lamar Jackson? You got, you know, you got to – you need a quarterback. Uh, not in Baltimore. Not in Baltimore. Uh, you, you got a new city. Let's say you got an expansion team. Anthony, who are you starting a team with before Lamar Jackson? All right, Mahomes for sure. For sure, I'm taking Mahomes over Lamar. I, I love Lamar, but Mahomes is just – he's the best player right now. Um, Josh Allen, yeah. Um, I would have to – Tom Brady, like why wouldn't you? He can play for another three or four years if you really think so, and he can win you a championship in that time. Go. Just, 
He's just a winner. Um, trying to think. I, I wouldn't take Dak over Lamar. I'm sorry. I, I would just I would have to take Lamar over Dak. Just based on that talent. I think Herbert, maybe in a couple years, I would love Herbert. I think Herbert's play style is perfect for the NFL. Give him the right offensive coordinator, and he could be a superstar on the homes level in the same division. That, um, that's a take right there. Yeah, but I think there's not much I would take over him, though. That 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 might be it. I mean, to, I mean, yeah. A quarterback other than Lamar, if I – new team, new city – I would have to. I mean, I can't go wrong with Mahomes, but I mean, I mean, I would start a freaking franchise with with, with Lamar. Give him pieces. Give him a, a solid O line. Give him some running backs. Like he he's good, man. Give him a give him a time. Give him an O line to, to give him time in the pocket. Because I mean, Lamar, he's I don't know, man. I mean, I, but I forgot about Watson, man. With the whole like situation, yeah, I feel like we're La- yeah, I feel like we're. Deshaun's at he has a better better arm, better accuracy with the ball, throwing the ball than Lamar. But agility wise, and like this dude is juking out people left or right, bro. And, and like and like I said, if you can't beat him with your arm, beat him with your legs. And it's just the same like with the NBA. Like, you know, like you like see like Steph Curry was a pioneer of the three ball, right? In the NBA, like in this current modern NBA. Just like Lamar Jackson to be the transsetter in the whole running back dual threat QB, you know what I'm saying? And Mahomes. I don't know. I mean, we already saw that though. We saw that with Vic set the foundation for it, right? They started working out it in college. Tim Tebow was awesome. He wasn't always a great passer. He was a great runner because his build, he was running through guys. That guy was like a tight end with with solid speed out there, man. And he could, you know, he could throw, but like, I mean, he wasn't like a Joe Montana type guy. He wasn't an Aaron Rodgers, but the trends already. I think it's just, we're seeing the evolution facts as we know it. You're always going to have those pocket passes, those elite pocket passes, your, your Peyton Mannings. You're always going to have those guys. But now we're seeing that, you know, athletes in general are just getting better and teams are taking more risks. You know, I, I like that my quarterback could run, but I don't like that he has to rely on it. Like, I feel like Lamar has to rely on it. Because then you get into those RG three situations mm. where this guy's taking more hits. Mm-hmm. I like I. That's why I prefer Dak. Dak is a lot smarter player than Lamar to me, and it, it's just because he takes better care of the ball. He averages less interceptions. All right, and you know we've already talked about it. Lamar fumbles, you know, because he takes so many hits. I mean, you do bring up a good point. Me being a Ravens fan and and uh, strong Lamar Jackson fan, like I I am. I mean, okay, so like I, I am a little worried about like you know he might you know get hurt, but I mean obviously he's been in the gym where he can get his legs get stronger. Um, but like I don't know, like just like the NBA, I think we're we are in good hands with like the league of like different quarterbacks. You got like Jalen Hurts. Um, we got these um. Mahomes, Lamar, you know, Burroughs. Um, who else? Uh, Tua, Herbert. Tua, he's kind of – he's hurt, though, but um, – I mean, I'm not a huge Tua guy, but – I don't yeah, think Tua's going to be I mean, I'm an Alabama fan, so, um, I mean, I'm, I like Tua. He's nice. Um, but, like, I don't know. Like, you can't really, like, hate on Lamar because he – I mean, yeah, he doesn't have a really good – of a good of an arm. But look at the – I mean, he has Marquise Brown. He has, you know – 
um, Sammy Watkins, but like they're not really. I mean, Marquise Brown he had a good game like um, uh, against the Chiefs, um, but like he we need like give me a D Hop, give me a DeAndre Hopkins, man. And oh, we can't forget about Kyler Murray. Oh Kyler yeah, Murray. Kyler Murray. I forgot about him. Unbelievable. He's doing, he's doing his thing, man. That's that small market I've been talking about all night, man. Yeah, Arizona's been a bad team in the past couple of years. Well, not deep, past, but like before you know, Kyler. Before Kyler. Yeah, yeah before Kyler. Kyler. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And um, you know, but but I feel like um, and I think Lamar was on a podcast, uh, Raymond's podcast, and he yeah, was wow. like, I remember that. I listened. He to wants that. to retire, uh, in number eight, in number one. He wants to. He wants to be a Raven for life. Uh, hopefully, he's the, he's so Brandon, let me ask you this, man. In the purple, <laughs> right, right. He wants to. He wants to be like a Tom Brady, man. He wants to be. And I feel like you know the like the fans love him, the staff loves him, um, his players love him, and that's what it's all about. So, Brandon, let, let me ask you this, man. Do you think that Lamar, after what you said about Lamar, do you think he deserved that that money, like that contract, that Mahomes contract? Or around that, kind of um, like you know, yeah, because and it's strictly because we've seen. Let's look at the Browns for instance, right? Drafting a quarterback is one of the hardest things to do in the NFL. It doesn't matter how many chances you get; you don't always get your guy. When you have the chance to to lock up a top ten quarterback in this league, you absolutely have to do it because there's no guarantee. It's there's limited spots out there. You know, there's there's thirty two other guys starting at the position, and those thirty two guys. It's so hard to crack the top ten. So you gotta when you get one, you gotta hold on to it and never let it go. The only reason why you let it go is if one year ruined the relationship because you couldn't get anything over it, you know. Or two, you know, you gotta you're bringing in a better talent. You know, the only like I said, you don't give up Lamar Jackson unless it's Patty Mahomes, it's Deshaun Watson, it's. I wouldn't even say Aaron Rodgers just because he's older, but if Aaron Rodgers was younger, yeah. You know, the only reason I'd ever give up a Lamar Jackson is is a young guy who's right now around the same age and that is better than him. You know, he's young. He's still developing. He's already top 10. How? What is this, like a second season? Well, Lamar. With who? Jackson. Oh, Jackson, I think it's his third. third. He played, like, he was behind Joe Flacco, like. So, no, no, but, it, but he started half like towards the end of his rookie year. Then second year was the MVP season. So Third I feel season like was last year, and this is fourth season. My bad, so my bad. So I, so fourth, see, that's what I was. That's what I'm talking about. Is it's his only is like he feels like he just came in last year for crying out loud. Like he's been here for a relatively short time. He's already shaken up the league. I gotta go with him for longevity reasons. But for one season, there's I can name at least. You know, I just named seven guys, you know. Um, I'd still take Dak over him going down the line because Dak's still relatively young. But it, it, he's a franchise guy. He's a franchise talent. You got to stick with that when you have it because they don't come often, especially right. in NFL. They don't. They don't. And plus that – and plus that – Um, well, Dobbins went down, but that Lamar and Dobbins connection, man, like that that running back. Because, like, um, I feel like the Ravens – and Anthony can correct me if I'm wrong, but like we weren't really known for our offense. We were known for our defense, Ray Lewis, Ed Reed, ball, ball hawkers, man. And then our offense started picking up when Joe Flacco came in town. He started throwing the ball deep. And then Lamar, he kind of like made our offense exciting to watch. Like our defense was always stacked, always stacked. Good yeah, alarm. He had a nada. 
if you look back from like 2000 and what was it, 2001, the year after we won the Super Bowl, right? Like 2008, the Ravens defense was sometimes, some years, I think 2006 might have been better than 2000. They were just so good, but just the quarterback play and their offense was just so abysmal. It was probably in the bottom five of the league every year in those years. But if they just had like a, even like a mediocre offense, they would have won at least two more Super Bowls with Ray Lewis. Facts, facts, and I feel like, um, so like, like I said, like, like Lamar made people want to watch the, like, he made Ravens fans excited more for the offense because we were known for our defense, we weren't really known, and like we would like, you know, we we were dogs on defense, um, but like, like I said, like you know, like if you get a, a raw, not raw talent, but like a good talented quarterback, I feel like the Ravens should lock him up. But the one thing is, Lamar doesn't have an agent. That's another issue. That's good for the He's team. He's doing it by himself. But that – for the team. Huh? That's good for the team. We can get him cheap. Yeah, so, like, so like how many years do you think that Lamar will you, – you think of him on that, that long-term 10-year contract? Or? Oh, I think it's going to be five years, five years, maximum six. Okay, that's, okay. That's what, that's what I've been hearing, like, what the length going to be. Right. But I don't think they're going to make a deal until maybe after the season. I think yeah, – because I'll, I'll – I was gonna ask you, Anthony. Like, what do you, what do you think is holding back Lamar's contract deal? Because I think that for me, for being me and a true Ravens fan, I feel like Lamar, in order for him to get that bag, like a Mahomes bag, he needs to prove that he can get deep into the playoffs. I mean, he he got past last year with the Titans, but like the Bills. I mean, I mean, it was a good matchup, but like he has to prove to me he can like get past and make it to the AFC Conference Championship, and then he can get that bag. I think even those playoff losses aren't solely on Lamar. Yeah, they weren't really, no. Yeah, you're like, you're right, you're right. The Titans lost. The coaching was really what the problem was, other than Lamar. Right. I think the Bills lost. That was more of just players weren't making plays for him. Justin Tucker, I think, missed two field goals. Marquise Brown had a couple drops. The line wasn't blocking that well. It just uh, the players around him just weren't playing well for him. Yeah, that dude McCarry was like hiking the, the ball the too deep. Playoff loss I think was solely on him. Was that Chargers loss in his rookie year? That was it. I think Titans loss and the uh, and the Bills loss shouldn't solely be put on Lamar. Right, right, right. I mean, well, people can say that 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 game ending pick six from the Bills that was his. I mean, people are gonna say they're crap, man, but. Uh yeah, man, I, I feel like you know we, we are in like good hands with like quarterbacks. So, you know, I don't know what's going on with Deshaun Watson. I mean, well, I know what's going on, but I don't know what if he's going to be playing anytime soon. Um, I don't know. Um, that's such a weird situation, man. And real quick with Lamar Jackson, I think the only thing that's holding it up is hey, we got a generational talent right here. We got a top ten guy, but he's a little careless and he takes unnecessary hits. So. We were kind of afraid of locking him up for that five years, giving him, you know, 120 guaranteed or what have you. And then, boom, takes the wrong hit and our money just went back. At that level, the only ones that really get guaranteed money of, of that value these days. And it's I think they're worried about their investment. So they, they want to see better play. They want to see him taking care of the ball and himself a little better. They don't they're looking at it as, as a long-term investment, you know, and I don't, I don't blame them necessarily for that. doesn't have an agent. That's definitely going to work out for the team. I'm sure you guys are happy about that. Um, but yeah, man, the Deshaun, with the Deshaun Watson case, like 
it's so hard to even talk about, man. I don't know enough about it. I don't want to sit here and say that, like, we got 20-plus people who are, are claiming to be victims, you know. Somebody's got to be telling the truth. That's just too many people, you know. Um, but nothing's come of the investigation yet. It's really I saw that the lawyer who's prosecuting is neighbors with the franchise owner, and he's already had problems with said owner because he – necessarily doesn't want to be there because they got rid of D Hopkins. They got rid of JJ Watt. And he's just like, you guys aren't making us better. So this whole thing is just really weird. And people, I, I don't blame people for being afraid of even speaking on it because it's such a touchy subject and nothing's come of it yet. I don't know if it will, but like, as we know right now, he's allowed to play. The only reason why he's not playing is because of the Texans. I don't know what they're thinking right now. Cause you already have him on the team. So like your public perception is already shit. You know, excuse my language, but yeah, it's yeah, all yeah, yeah, yeah. Bad, man. Like, yeah, so whether or not he plays or not, like you already have him rostered. Like, your team's already looking bad. You might as well start winning some games if you're gonna leave him until more comes of it, and then handle right. it accordingly, or take the loss. If 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 it was about distancing yourself with it, you would have cut him already, or you would have took a loss and, and traded him. You know. They were asking yeah. too much. It's like, hey, because of, of these allegations, but we still we're not letting them go unless it's two first and two seconds, which is basically the equivalent of like five, six, uh, five first round picks in the NBA. Mm. Yeah, I mean, look at, I mean, they got blown out yesterday by the freaking um, by the freaking Panthers. Like, oh, throwing night football, but Panthers they're like three and zero. But I mean. Look at Darnold. He was on the Jets. Really didn't do crap for the Jets. But I mean, cause that's I mean, that's the Jets, man. But I mean, obviously he's on a better team, better coach, better players. But Texas, they gotta get together, man. Cause like they're, I mean, I don't know who's in their conference. I forgot who's in their conference. But I mean, who cares, man? I don't, I don't know. But it's crazy, man. Like so. Um. um okay. So who do y'all see? Like. Who your Super Bowl pick for this year? I know it's too early, but early protections are, are are good, man. Like what's so like? Who do y'all think? Kansas like, City. I, I listen until somebody proves that they can beat Tom Brady year in and year out. I'm rocking with the goat all day. That is just too much firepower. It, they brought back every starter until somebody proves that they're gonna knock these guys off. Even with Patty Mahomes, I don't trust. Their defense, them KC's defense. You got to rock with the goat, man. AC, what do you think? All right. So in the AFC, it's probably going to be the Chiefs. I mean, as a Ravens fan, it pains me to say it, but um, I I, yeah, no. I really think Mahomes is going to get back there. It's 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 just because his team's too stacked. He's got Kelsey, Kill. I I think Edwards Alaire is going to have better days than he had on Sunday. But you, you, that O line now, Orlando Brown Jr. came in. I think their offense is poised for another huge year. Their defense could use some work. Their pass coverage is not really that great, and their run defense was really bad. I think they got to fix the defense. If they can do that, I think it's going to be an easy sale to the Super Bowl. On the NFC side of things, yeah, like, like Brand said, the Bucks didn't lose a single starter. I mean, and they won the Super Bowl last year. That, that never happens. Um, but you also got to take into account, look at those LA Rams. I think they obviously – they they could definitely pose a threat to that uh that Bucks team. I think with Stafford in the mix now, I think that defense with Aaron Donald, I think the Rams definitely have a shot. It's any given Sunday too at the playoffs, man. 
any team can win on any day. I think Stafford hasn't had the playoff success yet, but if, this, if there's a year to do it, it's this year. Yeah, I mean, I feel like this is a problem with the Ravens, man. It's just like the injury bug, man. It's just killing us, bro. Killing what are you guys us. doing in practice for crying out loud? I think he's going full throttle, man. Yeah, that's a problem, man. <laughs> but that's no, well, well Dominic got hurt in the preseason game, though. Uh, Gus Edwards got hurt in practice. I, I, I mean, we had a big um, the Marcus Peters, too. Marcus Peters, back to back plays. What are you doing that practice? I have I I don't I don't. I they, I, but right they here. were both non-contact. They weren't. They were weren't non-contact. They're both just he was. They're cutting. I mean, I, there's nothing more to it. It's just like I mean I don't want to say that as, as an excuse for us. I mean we're like one and one, but like the season we can't. It's it's hard to judge a team when it's like week four, week three. We got the line. But, this week. It should be an easy dub, but we have an, our entire defensive line out now because uh, Jalen Ferguson had a positive COVID test. So yeah, hey. so yeah, I mean the injury bug it kills. We got Gus Bus out, uh, Dobbins out. You know we have Nick Boyle coming back in a couple of weeks. And, they um, and it's like, you know, look at the, all all these rosters we named, like the Bucks, the Chiefs. Their rosters are, are like not – they don't really have mu- much injury. Um, which, I mean, it's not really – I mean, like Brandon said, I don't know what the hell we're doing in practice. I don't know if we're going like full throttle, full pads, um, fucking ter- terrorizing everyone like in practice. Um, but I don't know, man. It's just like, I mean, hopefully – I mean – Saquon Barkley recovered from the same injury, you know what I'm saying? Like, and players, I mean, look at Adrian Peterson. He bounced back. So Dobbins, he's still young. I mean, I feel like, you know, so we should get him back next year. But we just, it's just about that next man up mentality, man. Like, you know, rookies can shine. That's when Brendan's point from earlier, like, that's where these rookies can shine when big players are out. I mean, I mean we signed Le'Veon Bell. I mean, we got Devontae Murray. I mean, DeMarco, whatever, Monte Murray, and then Freeman, uh, the backup. And, oh, my boy Tyson Williams. Tyson Williams, man. I, I, I'm <laughs> a believer in that game. He's got he's to gotta limit the fumbles, though. The fumbles right, are right. a problem. That's it. Right, right. And, I mean, I mean, I feel like right now we're, we're good handed with running backs. I mean, Le'Veon Bell, he's on the practice squad, but I think he might he might get activated. Um, But, I mean, the Cowboys, I mean, they got, like, deep, I mean, Zeke Elliott. Uh, I mean, they got Tony Pollard. Yeah, Tony Pollard got excited. Lamb, got Lamb. I'm so excited. Everybody hates on the Cowboys. And listen, I'm not a stereotypical fan where it's like, we're going to the championship every year. But you know what I do like? I do like that we expect that. I do like that we expect it from ourselves. I like the one thing I like about Joe, uh, Jerry Jones is that he expects to be great, even when they're working with not much. Um, I think the defense need to be better. We hung in there with the, with my opinion, the best team in the NFL at the Bucks. Um, we should have won that game, honestly. Yeah. If Greg Zerloin isn't a bum for crying out loud. Um, this new taunting crap is is really annoying to me because they're kind of making the game less fun. But hey, if that's gonna be your um, your emphasis on the year, you know, third down zone, Bucks make a stop. The linebacker. Uh, almost picks off the ball, but then he misses the interception, rips off his helmet, slams it on the ground. If that's not taunting, I don't know what is. It's literally in the rules. You can't take your helmet off in the game, like on the field, unless there's a timeout. You're, otherwise, you got to come out for a play, and it's it's a penalty. You can't do that. 
You, you absolutely cannot slam your helmet on the field. This guy does both, all right? We should have had another chance right there, but regardless of the fact. And, and then, you know, Tom Brady definitely uh, intentional grounding down the line uh, in, in that fourth quarter bit. But, of course, the GOATs, so I'm not too mad there. I just – Greg Zerline, you freaking bum. We should be 2-0. and We should be contending this year. Our defense needs to get better, so that's why until that defense gets better, I will not say that we're going for a championship. But let's be honest, the only thing that offense really needs – is Zeke to get going? They have all the pieces. I would like a slightly better tight end, but that's me nitpicking because we're, we have three legitimate options at wide receiver. Two, one top five running back in the league in Zeke Elliott when healthy. Um, he needs to get it going, though. I, he really needs his uh, stuff together. But Tony Pollard is a solid backup. Offensively, we're looking great. Until we get the defense, I will not sit here and say that the Cowboys are competing for a championship, but we should win the NFC East. We should go decent into the playoffs. I'm predicting us with a second round knockout this year. What else is new? That's been my life story. Watching. <laughs> yeah. So there's like a few more, a few more topics for tonight in the NFL. Like, so like, what do you think about like Chicago, man? Should they, um, obviously like uh, Justin Fields is starting this week because of Dalton injury, but overall, do you think that not the injury, do you think that, um, like talking about your point, Brandon, from earlier, like how these rookies should get their shot, uh, how it's easier in the NBA for rookies to get their shot than the NFL. Do you think that, you know, uh, the Matt Mackey should have started? So even though he could have got hurt, or do you think that, you know, with these young quarterbacks like Trey Lance and like all these other quarterbacks, do you think they should start right away? Do you think they should like learn behind? Well, um, first, off, first off, let me just say that Justin Fields shouldn't even be in Chicago. All right, the fact that the San Francisco 49ers passed up on him is absolutely ridiculous. He should have been the third quarterback off the um off the draft this year. Dare I say he should have been number 2. He's playing at Ohio State. He played bigger games and the kid from BYU who threw threw a slightly better ball. Okay, that's fine. One double A, right? Came out of uh North Dakota, North Dakota State, I believe. You know who else came out of North Dakota State? Carson Wentz. All right, Carson Wentz is all right, but like injury prone now, he's glass. I don't think Trey Lance is going to be better than Justin Fields. If I have Justin Fields, it depends on my old line on whether or not I'm starting him. I don't trust that Chicago O line. I've never trusted the Chicago O line. You guys remember Jay Cutler back there? Jay Cutler, every time they played the Giants, he ended up with four concussions a game. I don't even know how that guy was allowed to be out there. Chicago constantly just gets their quarterbacks killed. I don't know why they're not focusing more on getting better old linemen in there, drafting old linemen. Um, but yeah, if I'm if I'm Chicago, I'm I'm mixing it in. I'm not, I'm not. I don't want to take away like the kids' confidence, but I don't want them getting injured. You know, so I understand Dalton for like a little bit, but you know, they should have just went with Justin Fields if they were going to cut it that short. You know. I don't know. What are you trying to do? You got to establish what you're doing for the year. You're competing. If you're competing, you, you absolutely take the, the shot with Justin Fields. If you're trying to get better pieces and bring it in, then yeah, you go with Dalton because you want to lose games, obviously. It's not a, really a great quarterback. I'm not sold on the red rifle. Never really was. And quite uh, frankly, I, uh, I really think that Justin Fields is going to be just fine, but they need to protect him. They can't waste Khalil Max years. Got to figure out what they're doing. 
I agree. I agree, man. I agree. And if you have anything to say, like with these young quarterbacks, man, like do you think that, like, if you're a head coach of a team and you want to, and you're like, you're, well, Chicago's on a, a win first, I guess. Um, like, if you, if you're a coach, like, how do you feel if you have like a, um, a top five, you know, rookie quarterback, you know, like, what do you think, man? Like, are you starting that dude? Are you like, they did that with the um with uh, Mahomes. I uh, sat him behind Alex Smith for for a whole year, developed. So, are you really rushing to, to start your QB, or do you want to wait? I'm. I was always a big proponent of let the guy sit and wait, let the guy learn, and it generally more times than not, the guy that sits and wait for either even like half a year ends up being better. Mahomes. Lamar, first year he sat behind Joe Flacco for a little bit. Let's look at uh, I'm trying to think of another one. I'm thinking like Josh Allen. Then Josh Allen not starting until week was it five, week six. Mm-hmm. Um, Aaron Rodgers when he was with Brett Favre, he sat for what it was almost three years. He sat behind Brett Favre, uh, and then he became one of the greatest ever. And then Aaron Rod, I don't know Aaron Rodgers, but uh, Tom Brady, same Drew Buzzola. We we just passed the twenty year anniversary. Remember, did you hear about that, guys? Was it, oh, the, yeah. 20, yeah. Was it the, the 20 year anniversary of when Drew Bledsoe went down because of the stupid Jets? We hate the Jets. We always hate the Jets. <laughs> um, yeah, but Tom Brady, he, he he sat behind Drew Bledsoe, who's arguably he was almost an MVP quarterback a couple of years. He was when Drew Bledsoe was a man of those Patriots, he was phenomenal. He was hey, a very good quarterback. No, Tony, forget that. Tony Rumpo had the same situation. We had Drew Bledsoe. Drew Bledsoe goes down around. I think it was like game six of the season. Tony Romo comes in off the bench, goes, uh, you know, if he could have held the kick yeah. in Seattle, he would have been a legend, man. Tony Romo was a solid quarterback. He was a top 10 quarterback in the NFL when he was playing. I know he gets a lot of hate because he was playing for Dallas, but, like, look at the numbers, man. The guy has better numbers than Eli, who has two championships. For I think Drew Bloodstone passed along the uh, the injured quarterback curse to Tyrod Taylor, the the guy who gets injured and the, his backup comes in absolutely outshines him. I think uh, Drew Bledsoe was just passing up. Uh, he was just passing on way too much information to let these guys succeed. He's giving them veteran tips like, hey, kid, you know, I'm going to be around here for a little bit, but, like, you know, I'm going to give you the information. Here's the keys to win for this way. When I decide to hang it up, you can take over. Little Disney knows. Boom, taking hits, and he gave the keys too early. These guys are shining out here. Tom Brady, the GOAT. Tony Romo became a top 10. They both yeah. cost him his job. Sayonara, man. And now look at Tyler Taylor. He did it with Josh Allen. Then he did it with Baker. And then I think he did it with uh, Herbert with the punctured lung. And now look, we got the GOAT Davis Mills coming in. What's Davis Mills going to be doing now that, that Tyler Taylor's battled hamstring injury? Who the- I don't even know. I don't know who Davis Mills is. Man. Did you watch the game last night? Carolina I fell asleep, man. My boy Davis Mills started the season text. Yeah, boy, I don't know. I don't, I don't know who he is, though. I don't know, man. Dude, yeah. I woke up and Paul McCaffrey went down again. That was oh, my first God. draft in fantasy. Oh, I am God. so mad. Uh, I was going against DJ Moore, too. DJ Moore killed me last night. DJ Moore was only supposed to go for, uh, I think it was like 13 points. He ended up getting me like 26. It was awesome. Yeah. Well, DJ Moore killed me, so. Your your misery, your pain, your your joy was my misery. So yeah, but I was expecting like free, and I got six. 
So it balances out, and then he's out for X amount of weeks. What else is new? Because he can't stay healthy. I don't know if he's the best running back anymore because the best ability is availability. And, you know, it was the right move, and it just, you know, shot me in the foot. Yeah. Or shot me in the leg at Plaxico Burris. Ha-ha. <laughs> oh, man. No, but, like, I mean, I feel like, you know, it's still kind of early to make our, you know. I mean, because anything can happen in, in like, in these, in these couple of weeks and plus, like, Lamar has we have uh I think the Lions and Broncos. Um which I mean the Broncos with Teddy Bridgewater, I mean he's doing his thing too in Bronco like in Bronco Nation. Um but I think I mean I think we're like I, I mean I'm I'm happy that football the football is back. And um, you know, like Sunday, but the only problem is like since I'm like in Jersey, I can't watch like the Adam Market Ravens game, so I got, stuff. I got it on my phone. I watched the game. Oh, you just watch it on your phone? Yeah. Well, thank God we got some natural televised games this year. Cause, oh, uh, it, it won't be long until uh, the NFL is going to be going on streaming services. So we'll, we'll finally be able to enjoy Oh, games. you think so? They're gonna, wait, is that like a deal they're making? Oh, yeah, they're the already talking about it. The TV contract with uh, with um, DirecTV is going to be gone in what, two years, I think. Because yeah, the NFL, why would they re-up? Re-up? Why would they re-up? No one buys fucking cable anymore. They're gonna. Yeah, because NFL Sony ticket. That's our. That's on Directv, right? Yeah. yeah. I don't know why they're selling the product to other streaming services. Like I know Amazon TV picked up a couple of Thursday games. Dude, just just make it like have your own streaming site. Sell it for X amount of money. Everybody's gonna buy it, no matter what you say. NFL streaming. I would definitely buy the NFL streaming service. That's what I'm saying. Like, just oh, yeah. just do, like, basically, um, I, I don't know if you guys watch, like, pro wrestling. I watch, like, a little bit. I know WWE's got that whole vault thing. Show the live games, the live events, and, and put all your documentaries, you know, all the other stuff on there. Like, just have content. I don't know why the NFL just doesn't have their own content on their own site already. I don't know why all leagues don't. This is absolutely absurd for crying out loud. Yeah, like, like just like like Anthony said, like you know, like we are moving away from like the cable TV. We're you know using like Hulu. I think Hulu has live sports. Um, you know, Amazon. They've only said it a thousand times yeah, a day. According to Baker Mayfield, I'm pretty sure Hulu has live sports. <laughs> Damn, yeah, I, I think I think <laughs> Joe Joel and B also asked it. Never shut up about it. We get it. You got live sports. Congratulations. <laughs> if the sports league, I understand that they're making a crazy amount of money signing with like these distribution deals. But I, I got to wonder, dude, if you're getting the advertisement because you're the NFL, people are still going to go with you. Why not offer your own streaming site? People are going to sign up. You don't really need these deals. You can generate your own money. It's just whether or not you want to, you know, handle it. I guess they don't want to handle it themselves. I don't know, man, but. Right, the well, problem is the TV contracts are what gets them the money. True. That's where they make their money. That's what that's what um like Jerry Jones like. Yeah, but they could, they could get it. Those advertisement the revenue thing. with the TV deals is like they get what a, hundred, like a billion dollars they on their last TV deal. I, I, they got an absurd amount. I, I forget what the exact number was, but yeah, you don't think that they're gonna make up that that revenue in advertisement on their own platform? Who wouldn't want to advertise with the NFL? They could set the price and do whatever they want with it. Yeah. Then, I, I but then what are you gonna do for local games? You're still broadcasting local games on TV. I don't know, man. I mean, I I would just have like access. I would just personally do it all through the site. Like, just make you, it through. You the have show. to pay for every 
single out of market game to get your local games, or do you just want to keep let the local games play on the streaming service? You can pay, or you can just get this the streaming service and then watch the uh, watch the local games. For free. I, mean, I feel. I mean, I feel like they should do what the NBA does, like with the NBA t- whatever league pass. I mean, have have a subscription for the gear. Freaking! Oh, I mean, I'll, I mean, I don't know about hundred dollars. Are they Maybe doing like, that with the NFL? Um. They, they, I think they have something similar, but like I don't NFL have, Red Zone. I no, no, it's not Red Zone. zone. Oh. A season ticket, NFL season ticket. Can you yeah, get? On game on that? I mean, I mean, I mean, that's on um, DirecTV. Yeah, so I, I just, it should just be like its own thing. It's like I, that's not fair, man. Like I'm on Xfinity and I can't get nothing, man. Like I mean, all I get is like the the freaking poor ass Giants and Jets. Yeah, and and then you'll sometimes get like the Cowboys game at four o'clock. Yeah. Tom Brady or Aaron Rodgers playing at four o'clock. Yeah, I mean, I got the buck. Uh, the Buccaneers play the Falcons. Whoop, whoop, you do. Like, I want, I'm trying to see Lamar. Man. Well, Lamar, Lamar is playing on primetime first two weeks, so you've been lucky to see those games. Right, right. This week you yeah. get. This week you got to play the uh, Jared Goff and the Lions. So. Yeah, we gotta we gotta beat them, but I mean, like we'll see with our D line, man. We'll see how they do, man. Like, we'll see. Feathers, we'll we'll see, man. Uh, Great week you know, of football ahead. Hit- Great, great uh, basketball coming ahead. MLB playoffs coming around the corner. MLB yeah, playoffs. We yeah, got well, everything coming up. Shit, I wish we could fit everything on one podcast, but I think I feel like we should wrap this up, fellas. Sure, man. Uh, Let's up real quick. Yeah. Big J, what is your predictions for the Ravens this year? Anthony, do are they going to be competing with KC? What do you think your guys' team? I think going? they're going to be. It was a seventeen games right this year, so twelve right. and. Plus five, 12 and five. I think twelve and five is a good good number. Mm-hmm. I uh, I think uh, Cleveland's probably going to go like fourteen three. So we won't win the division, but I think it's going to be very tight race. Ravens will definitely get a wild card, maybe win a playoff game or two, and then I'll probably be it. Yeah, I feel like I feel like we it's going to be a tie between. Or it's going to be we're going to be fighting for a division spot um, with the Chiefs and I mean the Ravens and Browns. Steelers are I mean. They gotta figure that out with um Big Ben and um TJ Watts and, uh, hurt. Yeah, Watts hurt big addition on the defense side he's hurt. Um and the Bengals are kind of like doing they got burrows, but they ain't doing really nothing right now. Um but then again, I'm I, I could be wrong and because the season's so early. But I mean I feel like yeah, I'm I, I agree with uh with, with Ant, like a twelve and five, twelve and four season. And I would say um I definitely want to see that they, that Kansas City Chief Baltimore playoff game uh, that everyone wants to see. But I know we got over that, like just, just like Lamar said, we got, we, we got over that hump, that monkey on our back. About, about I mean, you know, about, it was about one point, 36-35. Um, I mean, we're not going to say we beat the Chiefs by one point. But I feel like we can uh, – I feel like we can have a winning season. Um, we just got to get our, our players back, you know. Bateman, back. I want to see him perform. Boyle, our, our lead blocking tight end, is coming back. Um, he can catch the ball in the CC Lamar. See, like the thing with the Ravens is we um love our tight ends, man. We love Lamar, loves throwing the ball to the tight ends. Like Mark Andrews was our leading receiver last year, like you know what I'm saying, up with the Marquise Brown. And um, we love that three, that three triple threat tight end, Boyle, Andrews, and I think we had uh Pitta or. Whoever when he was on the team, whatever, and um, we love we love the tight end, but 
like I, I see the Ravens getting past like the wild card, and then who knows from there, man. Lamar, he has to like he hears it. He like he hears the freaking the haters talking. He hears that shit, man. Like he hears that. And the thing that I like about Lamar is when during that podcast, he's very humble. He doesn't look past the playoffs. He's focused on one game at a time, from week one to week from week from week to week. You know, he's not looking past any other game. Um, so I, I feel like I see them doing good. Um, so we'll see. We'll see. We'll see for sure. Uh, before we wrap up, just want to yeah. say one thing. Yankees are beating the Red Sox 7-0. So. Let's go. Yeah. Yeah. I thought it was like 7-3. Oh, no, 8-3. It's 8-3, actually. Sorry. Oh, eight. <laughs> Don't take yourself, man. 8-3, That's That's scored three runs in the sixth, but the Yankees scored a run in the seventh. Uh, let's go. Let's go. Let's go. All right, fellas. Well, I am Big J. Jordan Jean Louis. That's my real name. We got Brandon, um, Big Maz, and Big Ant. Oh, how do you say your last name? Cafone? Cuffone with an F. Cuffone, Cuffone. Yep. And uh, yeah, the JJ Sports Talk Show. We have a lot more to talk about on other episodes. Thanks for tuning in. And um, please like and subscribe to the show. And, you know, like and support us, man. So, all right, y'all. It was a pleasure to have you on hey, the Jay, show. It's been a pleasure. Hey, Jay. Thanks for being really here. This yeah, is awesome. Yeah, Great man. experience. We're going to be a good team together of, yeah. for for the future, man. I like I like this team we have. Just building the roster, baby. You know what yes. to do. Yes. Yeah. Hey, man, I'm looking to have our like guest appearances, like you know, some athletes, maybe some coaches, maybe we can get them on the hey, podcast. We'll see what we can do. We'll work it out, man. We're gonna have for big things to come. Uh, this is looking like a solid squad right here. Yes, sir. We'll yes, see sir. what goes here at uh JJL Sports Talk. Talk. Sports talk that sports dot 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 dot. That's all good, man. I said here at JJL Sports Show, but I don't know if it came through. Oh no, I don't think it came through, but no, yeah, man. So, like all the all the supporters, man, just keep on tuning in. You know, we got some more coming up. So tune in, man. Tune in. Back with another one soon.